Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com. And for as little as $1 a month, you can become a patron. Or you can buy cool Lorehammer products like shirts, coffee mugs, and dice bags at www.redbubble.com. Don't want to spend any money? Well, you can help out the show by giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also hop on over to Facebook and like our page. And feel free to send us a message. It's the only enjoyment Mark gets out of his miserable life. Welcome to Lorehammer, episode 34. Ordo Hereticus and the Adepta Sororitas. Hello and welcome, welcome to back Lorehammer. to Hello welcome to Lorehammer. Sorry, is this my part? Or no, your part? this is this is not <laughs> your podcast. Well then. Okay, thank you. Hello and welcome back to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. This is Mark. Oh, this is Christian and I have a female penis. Ah. <laughs> I mean, we all is do. This is where we're starting. Is this, is this what we're starting? That's with? a great tone to set for the for this entire episode. Uh, no, welcome back. It's been a solid 2 weeks since we talked to you the people solid two weeks I, yeah I don't just know. like every other time i'm assuming no it's, it's better than a soft two weeks ah. <laughs> it's been a hard two weeks uh welcome to this episode this is about the ordo hereticus and the adepta sororitas aka the sisters of battle aka the girls in white aka no the purgators aka wow. my bffs none of those are like aka the, uh, the my ultimate names. girlfriend what my, nuns with guns my my waifu yeah. Oh my god! I have a Ew. pillow. I have a waifu pillow Ew. of an Adeptus Sororitas. Gross. Of the Ordos Militant. Of course. What, of course. Where, where, what it's not like I'm going to do an Ordos Hospitalis. <laughs> ridiculous. You like Losers. a little violence in your... <laughs> I, th- I think the two words I hate most are wifey and waifu. What about hubby? Gay. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like like looking at restaurants and seeing the like the Google reviews. It's like I took my hubby yeah. here, and I'm like, what is like is is he a child? Because <laughs> it sounds like you. Because I think him that's like illegal one. in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it? For now. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, welcome to our episode. Before we get into the meat of it, uh, we would like to say thank you so much to three new patrons <laughs> of ours. Uh, thank you to Daniel, uh, Jacob, and Woody. Uh, everything that you guys donate is going directly back into rehabilitation of Mark for his <laughs> I'm education. Going through some speech therapy courses <laughs> so I can learn how to enunciate. You're doing and so read. well. It's really working. <laughs> thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> we finally been able to to. Uh, oh man, that's my problem. <laughs> We've finally been able to. There's um, always one who seems to be a retard, <laughs> and, and it is no me. longer me. It, we just pass the pencil, and everyone who holds <laughs> everyone it gets a turn. It's their turn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but thank you guys. Um, if you guys are interested in supporting us and helping us pay our Lorehammer bills. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Our rent. We do have a Patreon as well. If you're looking for sweet Lorehammer swag, check out our Redbubble. Find it all on Facebook. Anyways, 
let's ignore all that jazz because who really gives a shit anyways <laughs> and let's get right into uh pictionary but with words because obviously if we paid real pictionary none of you guys would be able to see it that would be dumb <laughs> just be silent i tried to marker squeaking <laughs> <laughs> Christian, what the heck is that <laughs> penis it's a penis <laughs> why are you drawing the a female penis, penis? <laughs> <laughs> but today christian is going to be um playing so his what he has to do is he has to pick a topic in his brain that uh, we have to try and guess but he only gives us one word of a clue at a time and we will attempt to guess based on all of that so christian take it away all right well thanks for that introduction eric mark Jor- is jordan in on this too of course yeah. he is oh, yeah. okay sure, let's excellent do it. jordan's just so- gonna start googling the words that you say <laughs> <laughs> eventually he'll get it right yeah your first word is fire go ahead mark um, salamanders. Incorrect. Vulcan. Incorrect. I have no clue. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your next word is imperium. Um. So, if you choose a word, would that word potentially also be in the word you want us to say? No. Okay. No, that would be giving it away. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Hmm. Word bearers. False. A purgator. Heretical. <laughs> what? Still no idea. <laughs> Google it, Jordan. Still incorrect. Your next word is power armor. Legion of. Damn the it! That was mine. <laughs> That would have been good, but no. Oh, okay, that was my guess. Okay, so not Legion of the Damned. Um, oh, wait. Fire? I Googled it. Imperium? No, never mind. <laughs> it's a picture of a cat. <laughs> Witch Hunters? Incorrect. Okay, that's... Jordan, I... go for it. Guess. Guess. I... Take a wild the shot Emperor. in the dark. Uh, well, I Googled, and there's Hellfire Power Armor from Fallout. <laughs> incorrect <laughs> you're like i think i have it nope wrong universe yeah. um so this next one might give it away so if you guys still get it wrong i don't know where to go from here <laughs> sword wait hold on we should do something about turn order because if suddenly you know what no you're... i pff, that right. did not help me at all so it's fire <laughs> imperium yeah. what'd you say power armor and the and other sword. one was sword yeah is he just describing Every single space marine that's ever ha- painted like a little flame on them, <laughs> yeah. or carried uh, a flamer or a pistol, like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, oh, man, um, I don't know either. Reboot Gilliman, maybe he is correct. Oh, bam! Oh. <laughs> Reboot Gilliman's he's got the flaming. Emperor's sword. Yeah, uh, I know. He's also I... wearing power armor. Apparently, yes. he's for and the also Imperium. he's running the Imperium now. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh we gonna, did it. I was gonna go to Ultramar next, but then I thought, or literally just Primar, yeah, Ultramarine, <laughs> right? But then that gives you yeah, <laughs> okay. very limited selection. You're just gonna keep guessing First names. First word, blue. Second word, Primar. Ooh, <laughs> good game, everybody. Korax. Korax. I was gonna say Korax too. <laughs> I guess we're both colorblind. No, we just see me. black as blue. Just me. Yes, I can drink a Slurpee. <laughs> Let's dive right into today's episode, which is all about the Ordo Hereticus. We are still talking about the Inquisition. This is our fourth and final episode of the most 
prestigious of Imperium organizations, the most secretive, <laughs> maybe the most secretive, probably the most secretive. What, I don't know. Inquisition I don't... or this one specifically? The Inquisition. Oh, yes. Because this one is the most well-known. No, I can think of more secretive. That's what I'm saying. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Not me. I don't live there. Uh, okay. Um, but today we are talking about <laughs> witch hunters. This, uh, the Ordo Hereticus is the last or major ordos of the Inquisition to ever be created. So let's talk about their purpose, first of all. Uh, their purpose is to uh, keep a watchful eye on the ecclesiarchy. And we'll talk more about that when we talk about their founding. But when they were originally founded, they were supposed to just keep an eye on the imperial faith and make sure things weren't going out of hand. Because they definitely did. <laughs> Rather quickly. <laughs> Rather quickly. Yeah, some would um, say that... Uh, it was definitely needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, after they were founded and they started doing this, they realized that, um, you know, there's more things in the Imperium to look out for. So they expanded their view to encompass all of mankind, which had to do with witches, uh, mutants, heretics, psychers, traitors, deviants, pretty much anything that falls outside of the Imperial Creed. How deviant do you have to be to, to, to be <laughs> pretty fucking right? deviant? Mark really needs to know this. I, I <laughs> His life might depend on it. I still think you're pretty safe, amigo, <laughs> compared to the boundaries of 40k. <laughs> okay, good. So I can still do what I'm doing currently. I sure hope so. I hope sure hope what Perfect. you're doing is not bad. <laughs> okay. Don't look under the so table. innocent, Eric. <laughs> so innocent. But let's talk about how they were uh, founded. Uh, so they were actually created during the Age of Apostasy. You uh, got a very uh, m- different, yeah, professional vibe going on right now. Like very, his voice like, is very mm, yes, because I'm sick. It's not normally how you talk. <laughs> he becomes more intelligent the sicker he gets. <laughs> no, guys, that's what school is doing. <laughs> I've oh, so Eric is a new university student. His yeah. brain is getting so yeah. big. All two <laughs> weeks of massive. it is just pumped full of knowledge every day. <laughs> Did you guys know that? I don't have don't embarrass yourself. Schools are a joke. Leftist breeding ground. <laughs> Not really. I'm already left. You can't get more left. <laughs> He's a radical communist. <laughs> Not a communist. I just think that's why your hair is red. <laughs> I dyes think, it. I just think maybe that Stalin was misunderstood. <laughs> that's all. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> But that will be on our other podcast. <laughs> Eric's other podcast. Eric goes to school. <laughs> that actually wouldn't be a terrible podcast. No, that would be. That would be awful. <laughs> no, that would be pretty good. I um, think NPR would pick it up right away. <laughs> uh, the the Ordo Hereticus is created dur- or directly following the events of the Age of Apostasy. And we actually... Um, had a huge episode on this man it's just throwing me off it's i'm sick man what do you want me to do <laughs> this is uh eric for smooth jazz that's what it, that's what it sounds yeah, like yeah like, like it's just night like radio it's so different. easy listening oh boy okay smooth listening christian <laughs> smooth as butter wow you're turning black <laughs> welcome to my bro hangout <laughs> all right all right all right <laughs> Christian, I'm going to keep touching you. Leave your arm there. Uh, So if you go back and listen to episode 24, if you need a refresher of who Goj Van Dyer was, but really briefly... in the age of apostasy. Really briefly, a guy took power of the church and contested against the Imperium, and there was a big war, and they called it the age of apostasy. The Imperium won. Goj Van Dyer was struck down. Yeah. And then the Ordo Hereticus was created out of that. 
But yeah, basically it was just one giant religious war that was mostly internal. It was a civil war. Yeah. 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 And uh, the the one thing too why they overthrew George Van Dyer, Goch. Go George. George. <laughs> George. I was talking Johnny to the other Joffrey. day. He called him like two different names. Joffrey. <laughs> Joffrey. Joffrey. Because he was a little bitch. <laughs> um, no, the reason why they overthrew him because like he he was taxing all the citizens like crazy. Like he was building massive fortresses and uh, just really not being good with. It's hot church money. It's hot with church money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as the churches want to do. Exactly. We've never seen that before, have no, we? Exactly. Or have we seen Kings War with popes? <laughs> popes and kings got along always at all times. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, yeah, it was corrupt. They threw him down. They kind of reorganized it. And uh, this is when the Ordo Hereticus was founded to keep a watchful eye and make sure it wasn't going to happen again. Yeah, the... The ecclesiarchy actually had its own regula- regulatory checks that were meant to stop this. Sure. But it just apparently wasn't enough. And I was I was talking with Mark about it, and I was like, well, that's ridiculous. Like, it obviously should have had some out someone outside looking in. And Mark was like, put it to perspective. He's like, well, if you think about it, like, one man going absolutely batshit crazy in, like, the 10,000 years that this has been alive, they're doing pretty good. And I was like, oh, yeah, Pretty good point. Yeah, Pretty and good point. it's not like you came off as crazy right from the start. No, either, right. He gets people on your side. That's a, that's how it happens. That's always how it happens. Yeah. Hitler was a great guy. Well, <laughs> okay, until he started going crazy. That's the whole point. Uh, you redeemed yourself there. <laughs> Whew. Still got that Stalin quote. <laughs> that's still hanging over your head. But you know, whatever. We'll work it out. Yeah. Um, the organization of the Ordo Hereticus. Now, this is the largest and most public of the three Ordos Majoris. Yeah, and uh, like they, it's massive. Like it's probably probably the second biggest institution, really, after the Imperial Guard. Yeah. Like you just they have so much to draw from, and like they're so intertwined with like the church as well, the ecclesiarchy that like. Lots of priests will join the Ordo Hereticus and vice versa. And, yeah. like, they're very intertwined with each other. And, yeah, it could be everything from, like, an official sanction, like, Inquisitor to, like, the Inquisitor deputizes a whole bunch of fanatics to yeah. carry out their duty, right? Yeah, so yeah like, go burn this town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Burn this town down. There's heretics that live there. And, you know, you get all your pitchforks and your torches exactly. and you go burn down the and, town. And all those her- or pitchfork guys are now Inquisitors running around. <laughs> like, like it, it's they all wild. get, like, an inquisitorial brand in right their on their forehead. Yeah. But yeah, it is the largest one. Um, if you've met an Inquisitor, chances are good you were a heretic. And, and this you deserve is, whatever you get. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and this is the Inquisitor that you have met. Yeah. Chances are. One thing, too, that I learned about, uh, yeah, um, you, like the Ordo Malleus, you probably don't know about. But like we, we got into that huge conversation like, oh, uh, how secretive is the Ordo or how secretive is the Inquisition? Like this one appears to be pretty well known. Like, not like the other two. No. Like, it's part of that also knowing that it gives them power, right? Like, yes, you are scared it, of them watching over your shoulders, so don't do anything bad. Yeah, exactly. Right? Power of fear. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, while the other two I still hold, they're very secretive. This one is definitely out in the open. And like Eric said, like, if you run into one of these guys, like, you know who he is, and chances are. And you know are, you're in trouble. Yeah, chances <laughs> are you are a heretic, and that's yeah. why you're there for you. You're either confessing your own sins or the sins of your neighbor immediately. <laughs> yeah. Eric's a radical communist. I'm sorry. <laughs> Burn him. Barely. But, uh, Barely. Yeah, so. Barely ha- radical. <laughs> as we said this, like, we keep tossing around the word heretic, like, which implies that they're doing something heretical. 
which ties they it deviate back from the belief system of the Imperium. Exactly, which is the belief system of the Ecclesiarchy that the Emperor is a god and is a divine being. Yeah, all that deserves stuff. to be worshipped. And, and there is variation in that whole Ecclesiarchy and Imperial creed. It's, it's subtle, but yeah, and they they do adapt it to the world. So they do. Uh, if you come from like a tribal planet that you know believes in human sacrifice, they'll be like, "Oh, you're really sacrificing to God and to the God Emperor of mankind." Yeah, like, or they, or they might even just not even say God Emperor; they might just say to the Star God, right? The or Sky like, God and the Sky yeah, God. I believe the whatever. Space Wolves are pretty big on that because um, yeah. they come from a pretty backwards world. Yeah, yeah, I know, so, right? So there's <laughs> quite still do dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there is quite a bit of variation and acceptance, but like it's all kind of just name changes essentially semantics yeah for the most part. exactly there are always going to be those couple things that you cannot break yeah, yeah. and like, that's when the <clears throat> order hereticus will step in and be like well now you're a heretic because xyz X. yeah yeah and i mean to be fair it doesn't always have to be execution it depends on how oh, no, how much not. you no, deviate no, no. right no, of course are you not. just a priest that's maybe accumulating a little too much power or are you straight up worshiping the chaos gods right one deserves a torch the other one deserves a slight branding <laughs> Wait, which order? You said that in the opposite order, right? No. <laughs> oh. You dare collect The branding wealth. of the Chaos Star. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we actually uh, had some trouble finding anything that was concrete about this, but you can always assume that an Inquisitor operates very autonomously. They yeah. choose their own agenda for the most part. They'll go to their own strengths and their own interests. And yeah, do their own investigation. They go back to that whole Inquisitor cell organization that we've talked about so long ago. But uh, yeah, that like Eric said, they just they can do whatever they want. They can have a group. They don't have to have a group. They can just yeah, they can team up with other Inquisitors. They can take orders from a Lord Inquisitor or a High Lord Inquisitor. But yeah. ultimately, they are their own boss. Exactly. So I want to be an Inquisitor, boys. Oh, you would be the worst inquisitor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he knows it. He's already drunk with power and he hasn't even started. We're, we're about to play a, <laughs> yes, a new... he made the connection. <laughs> role-playing game. And, uh, we're, uh, we're about to play a new Pathfinder game. I guess game. Pathfinder, yeah. And Eric's going to be an inquisitor. So <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> Excellent. Um, it, the one thing, though, is Eric, uh, he's going to play a Dampier, which is yeah. like a son of a vampire. Or... It's a half vampire. Half oh, vampire, so you have so... a dirty secret you're trying to hide. Exactly. Uh. Can't really hide it, though. <laughs> like, we'll see. The only way I knew how to counter Eric's retarded inquisition of being going over the top is for me to become a vampire hunter, <laughs> which is also an inquisitor. So Fighting fire with fire. Yeah. We'll see how this turns out. It should, it should end out well. Mark but. should know that I don't create characters to mess with him. I create characters to create conflict with everybody. I know. You're, you, you play the stereotypical odd man out. Yeah. Like, Eric plays himself just in a different body in real life. Yeah. It's true. Is he a space marine? Oh, no, he's just Eric in space marine power armor. <laughs> Guys, I really want to throw my pistol. I really want to do it. It has uh, a full magazine. Um, the other thing about the organization of the um, Ordo Hereticus is that they have extremely close ties with the Ecclesiarchy. Now, they are two completely separate bodies, Yeah, but... And one of them was literally created to police the other, but they will use each other just because their goals should be the exact same. Yeah, it's only when the ecclesiarchal goals differ that's when the Ordo Hereticus is really gonna put a hands up yeah. to most of it. Yeah, they're they're both against heretics, witches, yeah, mutants, 
degenerates. Ooh, deviants. 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 And the multiple forms of deviancy, Ooh. including <laughs> tentacles, <laughs> anime, <laughs> anima. <laughs> no? All right. <clears throat> yeah, they're closely tied, but they are different. Yes. And uh, ultimately, like, the Inquisition has power over all these branches and organizations as well, including the church. Like, they police them. Yeah, like um, an Inquisitor, like I said, could kick in a door on a church and like, no, you're, you know, preaching something that's too far off. Yeah. And we are here to stop it. Yeah. Right? But, uh, yeah. I like all I, these organizations that are so obviously ridiculously powerful, but strike like a really cool balance within each other. Just there might even be like on one world, you like you'll have two worlds that are going through the exact same scenario, and on one world, just the tower tip or the power level like tips towards the Inquisition, and the Inquisition will step in. And on another world, the power level will tip towards the Ecclesiarchy, and the Inquisition will not step in because they're too worried that they can't do anything about it. Like, yeah. like it's tough to imagine the Inquisition like sending one Inquisitor to Ophelia Seven and saying like change what you're saying <laughs> yeah, to yeah. the Pope, to the right. space Pope. Exactly. <laughs> like that would be tough. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of cool yeah, to think of of all the different intrigue and power yes, politics and much everything. And then you throw in the, all the layers, like you have the Mechanicum playing, and you got like the Administratum playing. Yes. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, real Game of Thrones, as it were. Ah, <laughs> There's only one throne in the Imperium, <laughs> and, and nobody the, plays for it except the Golden <laughs> Throne. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's already occupied. Robot needs to sit his ass down on it. Oh, he Uh-oh. doesn't have to go to the bathroom. Civil War. Golden <laughs> <laughs> Thrones just uh He just needs to take that grab that thing's spinal column. Desiccated corpse. Rip him out of it and sit down. Inquisition! <laughs> <Here for Eric. laughs> Me? No. <laughs> yeah, so uh we we've talked about the, the the resources of the Inquisition before. Like they have access to anything that they want. Yeah. Like they can they can draw upon power armor, bolters. They can recruit entire regiments of Imperial Guard. They can do whatever. But there are a couple unique things that the Ordo Hereticus do have. And uh, one thing is their style. Like, all of them look very, like, uh, gothic looking. Like, on their power armor, they'll actually have, like, candles, like, burning, like, incense. And, like, they'll have braziers and... It's, it, their they, hats. They have their like hats. A, yeah. They'll have like the and typical plumes. Uh, witch hunter hat. Yes. Like, uh, very vampire hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like medieval hunters, like yeah. inquisitors. Yeah, like you could. You could if you ver- don't know what this is, should look like, you're in the wrong universe, and you're 34 <laughs> episodes deep. Like, at this point, yeah. read a book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no. yeah, they have like a very strong theme to them. Like. Way more than the other two, in my mind. Way more than the Malleus. It's, and the it's much more uniformal, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like you could, like I could like, take a look at an Inquisitor, and I would be able to say if it's Hereticus, but I don't know if I'd be able to say Xenos or Malleus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely, they it definitely like is a, a leather aspect. The power armor they use even looks more like traditional armor as opposed to like the ceramite. Yeah, that yeah. other and ones it, use. It's very like ornate too, and as well. Slim. Yeah, yeah. but uh, um. So Inquisitors, we'll talk about their retinue because they, they can have quite a few things that the other Inquisitors won't have or don't use as often. Mm-hmm. But uh, the first one, which is really crazy, are Arcoflagellants. Flagellants? Flagellites. <laughs> Flatulence. Flatulence. No. Arcoflagellants. Flagellants. 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 Okay. Flagellants. Aha! Flagellate? My speech pronunciation is coming through. The G is a J sound. Self-flagellation. 
Not that I do it. Not that I encourage it. <laughs> who knows? But uh, what they basically are are people who have done some heretical act or have done a crime against the Imperium. And the Inquisition will round them up. Well, actually, the, the Ecclesiarchy will round them up. And uh, they're basically... Um, and the Mechanicus is the one who does this to them. But. Yes, yes. Um, Mechanicum does everything, yeah. technically. every Technical. Technical thing. <laughs> but um, they'll basically sit them down in a chair, strap them down, and then cut off most of their limbs, replace them with chainsaws, whips, uh, raptor talon legs. Whatever looks freaking <laughs> sweet. <laughs> yeah. Whatever well, would really help them in their repentance. Yeah. Basically, That's the main thing. We're doing this for you, they're not just, for us. <laughs> basically, they just modify their bodies to just be these crazy killing machines where, like, yeah, they're just destroy any form of, like, the human body and just make it into a crazy machine. And then they put on these hoods. Yeah, the pacifier hoods. And basically the pacifier, pacifier hood is just, like, uh, it links into their brain and it basically turns it into sleep mode so that when they're transporting them, they're, they're not active. And well, then they actually, they, in that moment, they also see, like, prayers and, like, yeah. images of the emperor. It puts them into, like, a trance-like state, and then they have, yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah. But it's supposed to be Holy also... Holy hymns yes, and exactly. things to, like, It's not just sleep. It's yeah, more just, okay, like, yeah. um, like a brainwashing, yeah. really. <laughs> and then they'll ship them to a battlefield, and then they'll flick that kill switch on. And then, like, their body will get pumped full of, like, all these cra- crazy, like, uh, chemicals, like, adrenaline and steroids. And they're just, like, and, you know, berserker like, drugs. Yeah, things like, that make you, yeah, crazy. And they'll flash yeah. images into their head of, like, death and, like, Violence. sin and shame. Because they're supposed to It's a repentant in- act. Yeah. 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 So, so there's supposed- a lot of religious They're so full too. of, like, yeah. shame and, like... Guilt. guilt that yeah. they actually like run headfirst into combat yeah and then they either survive or they, or they die. die and if they survive the battle then they put them back in the pacifier hood or they flick that switch again and then they mm-hmm. they return to a calm yeah. state because they're always wearing that hood yeah exactly that's a secret cap i'm always I'm, angry i'm always wearing my hood <laughs> but uh yeah like those are very uniquely like ecclesiarch and then um Every now and again, an Ordo Hereticus Inquisitor can ask to have one of these guys, and then we'll take them on in their yes. retinue. What makes them is this is that you'll never see this in an Ordo Xenos or an Ordo Malleus yeah. retinue. Yeah. It, it's an avenue for people to repent of their sins. Yeah, and, and that's ultimately, like, the big thing. I see. Yeah. Only in death can you be redeemed type Exactly, thing. but yeah. at least you can be useful before we just yeah. put a bullet in your brain. Yeah, and the Imperium's known for doing this, like, servitors and all that kind of stuff if you've stolen one extra ration now you're a servitor you know yeah we, we don't know exactly how strict the penal code is like there's depends, no it all depends, depends on, on who's, planet who's the, planet. the judge right yeah. exactly it doesn't say like oh this crime equals this yes penalty. That, that's very true Change so planet to planet yeah exactly it's difficult to, to say city to city within the planet even yeah yeah but usually this kind of thing would be reserved for for crimes against the imperial more so than like oh you assaulted your neighbor yeah yeah this would be like treason essentially like something yeah, yeah. something that was like Against maybe you tried to like summon a demon, maybe, or maybe something slightly less, or maybe like, something you know, yeah. you're preaching out against the Imperium, like, oh, overthrow, you know, like a radical communist would, <gasps> maybe standing in the street square, <laughs> inciting hatred towards their government. <laughs> Who would do that? The Imperium is a one towards this is the bourgeoisie, exactly. <laughs> Jordan, like the Imperium. Jordan, you're very you're teetering on the edge there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing that Ordo Hereticus inquired inquisitors will call upon is fanatics like anyone who's just so devoted to to the ecclesiarchy they'll call upon and they're like 
summon like huge ra- riffraff rambles of the whole pitchfork people and uh they'll use Catch them your pick forks. yeah like <laughs> the mob <laughs> the yeah, mob yeah. essentially yeah like but not the gangster mob no no the mob mob the people mob the people the mob, mob of the people you yeah. the people <laughs> but like they just like rouse entire populations into like this fanatical state and then use them Cool. Fanatical go get that guy <laughs> all six thousand of you get that <laughs> yeah. one guy yeah uh another thing they'll use is um death cult assassins and uh they're basically um they're assassin wannabes really yeah they they're not actually a part of the official assassinorium yeah but uh they, they're not playing on the same level no no not even remotely and they but it is like an actual cult and an organization within like the imperial city cities yeah. right and where they focus solely on uh the blade yeah that's like the big thing is you have to and every cut and like stab that they create yeah. offers like a different veneration of like the emperor which is kind of cool like they yeah. turn it like they turn their blade work into like worship yeah of the and, and they do like a lot of blood rituals and stuff too, yes, which is a crazy lot. and cannibalism even yeah yeah like there's a lot of tie-ins with like the religion of the imperium because the emperor is in this almost like pseudo death state that like and that's why like all their architecture and corporates and all skulls and things like death is uh and, and you know they always like talk about sacrifice and like giving yourself up for the imperium so like that's why the acts of killing are also seen as like worship in yeah. a system that that venerates death and and yeah death of yourself or death of the enemy right right either yeah, one of course. Like, it's, it's a very Strong theme. Forty <laughs> k and strong themes. Right? <laughs> I got a couple. No subtlety. <laughs> An interesting thing about Death Cult Assassins is if you catch the eye of a particular Inquisitor while you're in their retinue, or someone else sees you, you can actually be sent to the Officio Assassinorum for additional training. Yeah, and I'm, I wonder if when they say additional training, they mean like they will actually take them and turn them into a uh, vindicator or vindicar, or I would only assume that's the eviscerator, case. or if they mean this- additional training new skills and then send them back as a a more proficient assassin yeah still not playing on like that tier one level yeah i would only assume that like it once you join like the officio assassinorum like you're theirs and they're not they're not pumping back out death cult assassins yeah Yeah. that's my assumption yeah and i I would think think same with the tech same with the tech marine a space marine doesn't go there to learn a couple things and then come back a regular space marine yeah no he gets indoctrinated fully fledged Yeah. yeah And, yeah, and it like the assassinorium is secretive enough that I wouldn't see them willingly giving out secrets without you know messing. No, with you don't get first. to leave yeah. knowing these things. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing on death cults that I kind of not a hundred percent sure out are they uniform or do they like vary also? Like this cult on this planet practices a little differently than this cult I would on that planet. Imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there has to be. Like, like of world, course, world like world. whenever we're talking variation in the Imperium, like oh yeah, like almost ninety nine percent of the time. But like, is the death the death cult? Does that exist as a singular entity, or no? I is think- it just all these smaller entities coming together? Like oh yeah, you like to kill for the Emperor. You are a death cult, right? Yeah, I some think of you might be more, more berserkers, and some of you might be more like subtle assassins. Right? Yeah, I, I think that's definitely more what it is. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not like an official organization. Yeah. Um, and the final thing that is really uniquely uh, drawn by who is uniquely drawn by the Ordo Hereticus is uh, they're called Crusaders, and uh, they're basically like super fanatics. Um, usually, they'll be like uh, uh, empowered, maybe. Um, 
by the church by the ecclesiarchy like the ecclesiarchy will choose like oh you're you're the most fanatic like here have this all this extra war gear and stuff training all this extra training like they'll pick out like they're, those kind of members they're like bodyguards but highly trained bodyguards yeah. um like and they're given like crazy crazy equipment too like they each one has a power sword and a storm shield and super powerful uh carapace armor super protective yeah so they also if it's my understanding come from like they can be drawn from anywhere like don't get me wrong like you could even be like an imperial guardsman that caught the eye of the church and you're like he's a really good fighter yeah pretty loyal he comes from like oh he has he has three purity seals on (laughs) extra loyalty yeah (laughs) or you know like someone within their church congregation or anything they can come from anywhere but i do believe there is also noble houses that existed as crusader houses yeah not unlike knight houses who are almost these like structures within the Imperium that have existed for thousands of years. I believe they go back to the Great Crusade even. Yeah, yeah. And so that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're, they're almost like these noble noble houses exactly who yeah. who have a lot of prestige and, and they like add they train on purpose to become these crusaders. Yeah. And so, you know, like since childhood, you know, they're, they're, you're raised in a family like your great granddad was a crusader and your father and he was a crusader. participated in this crusade, right, exactly. in this holy war. Yeah, yeah. And so you have a lot to live up to. And they actually they they specialize in close combat on purpose, right? Like in an age of, you know, guns and everything Explosions else. Explosions and nuclear yeah, threats. Yeah, they, they <laughs> see it as an honor-bound system where they have to fight in close combat and be proficient as close combat fighters specifically. Yeah. Um, cool. cool. They're quite cool. cool. They got a cool miniature. Yeah, they could almost have their own episode, but I just I think they're on that line of not just having enough, but... Being, well, good thing you don't have any say in the matter. <laughs> good thing you don't have any say in the matter. Jordan is the podcast now. <laughs> I am the Senate. <laughs> I am the Senate. <laughs> I am the captain now. <laughs> my, but my captain, is that legal? <laughs> I will make it legal. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some Ordo Hereticus Inquisitorial War Gear. So, obviously, whatever the hell they want, first of all, they're yeah. in the Inquisition. They can take him. It. <laughs> it's funny, like, this is uh, now the fourth time we've talked about Inquisitors. I'm yeah. running out of things to say about Inquisitors. <laughs> then they do what they want. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We just got to get right, the sound. All right, good podcast, guys. Let's <laughs> shut it down. Yeah, the sound bite from the first one and just replay it <laughs> Yeah, here. almost could. But we have included um, a couple things that are um, pretty unique to the Ordo Hereticus. Um, that one being the Arc Scourge. That's basically just like a crazy power mall. Yep. Like, <laughs> it, it, you hit people with it, then it electrifies everything, and, like, lightning bursts out of everybody, and it's just a crazy power mall. Cause if meant you're not, to purify their souls. Yeah, if you're not burning them... For, impact. <laughs> if you're not burning them, you're crushing them to death. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, null rods. Uh, null rods are basically, like, uh, anti-psychic stakes, essentially. So, um, psychers can't use psychic powers within X amount of feet of a null rod. And uh, since one of the duties of the Ordo Hereticus is to duties. hunt down duties, duties. joys, even <laughs> some would say, <laughs> um, is to hunt down psychers and these, witches and witches yes. who have actual psychic power and can, you know, summon lightning bolts and all that stuff. These null, null rods come in handy of course. where they just create like a little null zone. So what is the difference between a null rod and a power stake, which is another inquisitorial thing? Uh, a power stake is, do you know what a power sword is? It's a yes. car battery and a katana. A katana hooked up to a car battery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is, think of a vampire hunter wooden stake. Yeah. But Hooked up to a car battery. Hooked up to a car battery. <laughs> but not made of wood because wood isn't conductive. It has to be made out of metal. No, no, no. It's hooked up to wood. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> but yeah, like a power stake is literally just like 
It's a power <laughs> sword, but it's and fashioned it's as a form. stake because yeah. they're witch hunters yeah. and, and they're hunting Prize, evil. Yeah, yeah, an internal power source, obviously, yeah. to make it able to penetrate the hide of enemies. Nice. Penetrate. <laughs> there. You know nothing about that, Christian. Um, another thing that is kind of unique to them is a condemner, condemnor, I don't know how to say that, condemner bolt gun. Um, a bolt gun uh, attached to a crossbow. <laughs> so but uh, So it, it's literally a bolt gun and a crossbow smushed together, but uh, the, the bolt that the crossbow shoots is usually like... Uh, infused with anti-psychic energies or whatever so you're using your bolt gun on like all the cultists but then like maybe a demon pops out or like uh a psyker then you shoot or the that. big bad yeah then yeah. you shoot that with the stake and like it has all these anti-psychic properties yeah um but it's fucking a, it's a crossbow it's a fucking <laughs> crossbow like yeah. literally when you look at the model you can see like the crossbow strings it's it's not like a star wars like a uh, wookie crossbow no okay. like, yeah, no. It, no it literally is a crossbow with like it looks like you have to crank it yeah exactly <laughs> like it's, yeah. welcome to 40 kids <laughs> so archaic um another thing that they kind of use is the inferno pistol which is just a melted gun but pistol yeah, form. yeah it's just a handheld or I guess all of them are handheld, but pistol held, single handheld. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, it's just tough to make because they're so rare. Because I don't yeah. know technology. Yeah, I don't know technology why they're so rare, but uh, they are very rare. Miniaturization technology is hard, guys. Yeah, tell that to the Jopkaros, <laughs> the Jokobos, the Jokobos. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last thing I have down here is just crossbows. They <laughs> <I> like crossbows. <laughs> yeah. There's a theme here. Yeah, like if you're picturing like an inquisitorial retinue, like just it. I always picture like guys just covered in robes and they have hoods and they have like purity seals all over them and there's flamed candle things all all behind or one of them, them is just and, carrying torches. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> they have a very Puritan vibe, obviously with the yeah. whole burning witches at the stake. They yeah. wear the buckle hats and everything. And yeah. Power Quakers. pitchforks yeah. and yeah. stuff, and uh, power pitchforks. Yes, power add it to the list. <laughs> yeah. Power pitchforks, and like it's just you that better whole... be listening, GW. That's what we want to see. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a very strong theme, Jonah and X. I can just picture yeah. like a bunch of like the, the inquisitorial retinue, just like literally having crossbows, and like... in some cases, like the retinue, like if like the rabble component of it, right? They just grab some farmer or some guy, and they're like, "Hey, you seem fanatical enough. Come with me." <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're gonna go hunt some vampires, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I've been chosen. <laughs> Little does he know that he's, he's cannon fodder. Yeah. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, like there's there's such a strong theme there that I just love so much. Oh, for sure. It it is very like it's it's much more style than the other ones. Yeah, yeah. and on the theme too, like not included in the weapon list, but they tend to use a lot of flame based weaponry. Yeah, right? and, and we'll show that a lot more when we talk about the sisters of battle. Yeah, but um, the theme but, carries across. Like yeah, you said, torches, candles, burning people at the stake, exactly. flamers, flame pistols. Yeah. It, Something about burning like impurity. <laughs> well, that's how you burn away the impurities. impurities. Oh, what about a power brand? Ooh, Ooh I'd like to see it's, that. It's so powerful that it punches through you. <laughs> so so it's literally like a hole of the brand. Like, <laughs> right so through you, your body. Yeah, like... And it's the eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you just are left by, yeah. with like an eye through your body. Yes. It like seals like, itself. So exactly. it, that's the branding portion. <laughs> so you survive. I'm not, I'm not opposed to this. <laughs> and if you look at it the right way, there's just, you can see the light come through the eye and it just blesses <laughs> everyone <laughs> in its presence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. When it comes to requisitioning armies for their purposes, again, it's the Inquisition. 
anything and everyone that they want, they're going to get. Yeah. Now, obviously, um, there's limitations within their power, but it's yeah. the Inquisition, and you better have a good reason for saying no. Yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> they do drop from two primary places. Uh, the one is the... It's the Fornatus Milita. Do you, do you remember what the... Like the military branch that used to exist? Yeah. Frateris Templar, yeah. But then they changed it to Frateris Militia. No, they're different. They're two different organizations. Okay, well, whatever... They they do draw from yeah they have well, a I, I, like, I, I don't know um, why I didn't write it down a but. militant group but yeah, but yeah basically is it's like an ecclesiarchy army of just but it's like it's not regimented like it's basically just filled with fanatics like there's no yeah. yeah it's a militia like yeah yeah uh, so they draw from them they also draw from the sister battle and that's what we're going to be talking about for the rest of that the episode yeah, Whoa, hold on hold on before we switch topics here. Okay. Just a quick little thing I want to talk about on the people that they hunt. Okay. That sure. the Inquisitors hunt. I know I'm going off script, Eric. He's off script. Shut him down. No. Um, <laughs> I will pull your plug <laughs> right out of your microphone. Now and when you're in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, Eric. <laughs> End this miserable existence. Um, just on, like, we quickly skimmed over the people that they hunt. Um, sure. Actually, I was talking to Micah about this. He had a question. He was like, why does the Ordo Hereticus exist if you already have, like, demon hunters? Okay. And so they hunt more than just chaos, corruption. That's part of their job, and there's a little bit of overlap there yeah. with them and the Ordo Malleus, who, like, specifically, there's, like, a level, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, now we're dealing with demon demons versus, like, guys trying to summon demons. Yeah. Probably going to call some backup from the Ordo Malleus, right? Yeah. Versus when... They're more in charge of like any kind of deviation from the imperial creed. It doesn't necessarily have to be chaos, although chaos is included in that. Yeah. But things like basic mutation, for example, mutants, yeah. um, really look down on any deviation from the human genetic norm. Yeah. They hunt down witches, like you said, people who have who are born with natural warp inclinations. They might not be doing it on purpose or not be chaos aligned, yeah. but they're rogue elements that need to be reined in yeah. for the safety of the Imperium. And and it even goes one step further too, like because it, they do hunt down heretics. So if you're not worshiping the emperor, right. you are exactly. a heretic. I am a heretic. I do not worship the emperor. Right. That's I it goes no, beyond. Yeah, I have no corruption to me. Yeah, you I'm don't not, have to. You don't have to I'm worship. I'm not even chaos. actively going against the emperor. Exactly. You know, but you're not in the fold. Therefore, you're yeah. out of the fold. You're yeah. not with us. You're against us. Yeah. No, that's a valid point, point. and yeah. that is why there is two different branches because yeah. this takes and care of anybody who goes extremely outside of the other branch. Yeah. But there is, like I said, a little bit of overlap with yeah. the whole demons and things like that. Sure. Well, um, like there, there can be overlap with all of them, like because you can have an alien army who like likes to get possessed and then like you could call in the ordo xenos and the ordo and they've Malleus. infected the ideal of an entire human planet yeah right. which now they, created they a all bunch of definitely can have of course a lot yeah. of overlap or like but... even gene sealer cults for example right yeah that's an alien infection in a human population right that so, worships something else exactly so yeah. the order hereticus might catch on to it and be like oh these guys are deviating yeah and then the order xenos might come in too and be like well you know there's xenos involvement too so this yeah. is our our ball game just whoever's around at the time or they might call on each other for backup yeah. or they might want to just deal it with them themselves i'm here right now i'm going to deal with it yeah um, and there are all kinds of aliens too that like we talked about even in the minor xenos episodes that like to infiltrate as individuals into human populations yeah. and that's up to the order hereticus to root them out yeah it's not necessarily a, a worldwide incursion it could just be you know like a vampire like alien that's feeding off of people <laughs> yeah, in the village yeah, yeah. right and now <laughs> this guy shows up and 
the local with his, tavern with his hood and his <laughs> torch. His power pitchfork. Power torch. Power stake. Or the power torch. Be a <laughs> here to hunt some vampires. A flashlight. A power yeah. torch. So just a, a quick little thing on that. That would be a las gun. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that that's worth noting for sure. Yeah. Just yeah. before we switch topics. Yeah. But Sisters of Battle. Yeah. So Sisters of Battle are the w- most well-known portion of uh, what is actually the Adeptus Adepta Sororitas. Thank you for correcting and your spelling, Mark. I am pronunciating things perfectly now. <laughs> Keep bringing in those English class language dollars. <laughs> Uh-oh. You were, you were losing. <laughs> I was trying to learn Russian. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the Adepta Sororitas is actually a huge organization with a bunch of different branches, but the Sisters of Battle is the most well-known, and I don't know. I don't know if it would be the biggest, but I would say no. But we can get to that. There's, yeah, we can get Ooh, to that. Numbers out. in forty k are hard. Yeah, um, but yeah. So the Adeptus Sororitas. We'll talk about them. They were created from the Brides of the Emperor during the Age of Apostasy by Goge Van Dyer. So they used to be called the Daughters of the Emperor. Brides. They were the brides, and then they became oh, the daughters. He changed them to the daughters. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so they originally were just a group of um, very fanatical women um, in a, a nunnery, really a convent, yeah. and they called themselves the Brides of the Emperor. Goge goes and convinces them to join his cause. Yeah, they become yeah because they were like, they were very fanatical, and like Goge Van Dyer walked in and it's like, oh, the Emperor, I am the Emperor's divine will, and then he protects me. And he, yeah, he told one of his um, soldiers to shoot him, and after a while, the soldier shoots him. No one knew he had a rosarius on him. Like a force field. Yeah. yeah. And so he was protected, and they took it as a sign that he was the emperor's So chosen. they started independently, though. Yes, That's they the did. They were an independent cult of the emperor. Yes. Or initially. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they aligned with Goge Van Dyer. As his personal bodyguard. Yeah. And uh, what ends up happening, if you go back and listen to episode 24, uh, Goge Van Dyer eventually gets overthrown. And uh, the person who does it is actually the leader of the daughters of the, or the brides of the emperor, uh, Alicia Dominica. 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 I don't know. It's not a real word. I'm going to name my daughter after her. <laughs> <laughs> but she actually, like, killed Goge Van Dyer herself. So- yeah, with some convincing from a man. Boom. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but that, that really. officially, that act of that killing Goge Van Dyer officially ended the uh, age of apostasy. Age of apostasy. And from there, they started to like rework this order of the daughters of the emperor, the daughters of the emperor. And they reorganized it into the Adeptus Sororitas. Yes. Adepta. And the only reason they were allowed to stay part of the church is because of a loophole um set through the decree passive which was created by Sebastian Thor yeah. the um actual ruling is that the the church will have no men at arms but since they were women they yeah. didn't actually count and Sebastian Thor even though he knew about this oversight said there was still a need for some military presence for yeah. the church so he let it slide yeah, yeah. Dude, did you guys talk? I can't remember that episode so long ago. You, yeah, you yeah, introduced we, we Sebastian def- Thor. Yeah, and- like really go listen to that episode. If you forget for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just don't remember if we talked about it or not. Yeah, we, we did. did. So we, no need to rehash a nope. whole yeah. bunch of the details. But yeah, um, so they uh, they reorganize and they end up creating a bunch of different orders um, with various functions. Like some are made for blah, 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 blah. Yes, we'll get which we will get into. But uh, in next episode, no, I'm just <laughs> see us, suckers. Yeah. Um, but let's first talk about recruitment. 
Yes, and we're not talking about old recruitment. We're talking about currently how does the Adeptus Sororitas recruit people. Yeah. Uh, and most of them are recruited from the Scola Pagenum. That's like that uh, elite orphanage. That uh, elite it's orphanage. Just, it's really just any orphanage. Oh my goodness, Christian! This is your uh, this is take totally orphans and turn them into soldiers <laughs> thing. That's basically what they do. It they indoctrinate them, which you are also a fan of. Fanaticize them. Yes, they fanaticize them. Yes, uh, make them loyal. Make them. Uh, hardy it they train them to them. fight you're also in favor of beating children i recall you saying <laughs> i did in not your say that. um orphanage that is false in the canadian official canadian orphanage <laughs> um run by the canadian government yeah. or the christian whoa, whoa, whoa hold on this sounds familiar like it's already been done <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, yeah exactly it's a little too close exactly. to home <laughs> uh but yes the scola progena which is really just you're, you're right, there is like a sense of elitism to it, but it's really just an orphanage run by the church, and it's going to exist anywhere and everywhere. Yes yeah, but no. there's more to it than that. Like, because only officers and stuff. There's a lot of elite imperial troops that send from different branches that come from it. So, yes, but I don't think, like, like they will have no problem picking up any orphan off the street and... Inducting them, to them. them. Yes, of course. That's all I'm saying is that it's I, not I, just for I, elites. It's sure. just that. Mm. I, here's my thing, though. So if they come across like this sick, pitiful little orphan, I don't think they're going to take him in. He's probably not going to survive. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't think they're taking in people like that. We'll, we'll, have like, to, we'll, we'll find out the details probably on a Scola, Scola Progenum episode because there's a lot that comes from there you got assassins that get recruited from there stormtroopers get recruited from there uh, military tempestus not stormtroopers come on speak high gothic <laughs> or don't what? speak at all you're in the guard son <laughs> <laughs> but yes they are taken from the progena yeah um once they are actually pulled from the progena they are tested and they're or they're taken to one of the two convents and there are two convents within the did we talk about that yet? No, no that's we did, but we're going to. Yeah. So there are two different convents within this. They're taken to one of them. Doesn't really matter which. Um, they are subjected to testing to better determine which of the orders they'd be best suited for. Yeah. And there are a bunch of different orders. Yeah, like some are made for fighting. So you take the strongest children and you, you know, Most give vicious. them. Yeah. Yeah. Where some are more scholarly, and then you take the brightest children. And yeah, so they they divvy them out to where they need to go. Sometimes you switch them just to mess with people. <laughs> yeah, you can join different orders. Um, so once you've like taken your test to determine where you go, you're further indoctrinated uh, into the traditions. You you learn the rules, you learn the tenets of your order and your sisterhood. Yeah. And then eventually you become a full fledged sister, and you are ready to join your order. Yeah. And fulfill their duty. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about the actual organization then. Now that we know how. Or where they all come from. So at the very top of uh, the hierarchy of the, the Adeptus Sororitas is the leader. And they are called the Abbess of the Adeptus Sororitas. Adepta. I always say Adeptus. I know. Just, you know, don't worry about it, people. I know. Don't worry <laughs> about it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this position is currently actually vacant. And apparently it's usually vacant. Yeah, I... Didn't even see the last time there was an abbess. Yeah, the only named one I could find was Alicia. The very first one. Yeah. yeah. Is it because it's vacant or just because they don't bother to list them? I don't know. Could is it both. actually stated that, stated that it's vacant? Yeah, ship? like currently or right now it is no vacant. Names, right? No, like I, currently right now it yeah, is So there no could have been a bunch of no names up until this of present course, point yeah. or it could have been just like uh, the reason. A, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a ceremonial role that like, like 
Yes. Like George Washington is the eternal six-star general in the United States Army. Like no other general has. A six-star Michelin man? (laughs) (laughs) Who let you on this podcast? (laughs) Yeah. Like is it like she will be the eternal canonist or? No, 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 no. It's an actual role because sometimes the abbesses are known to sit on the high lords of Terra. Yeah. I believe the plural is abbessi. So (laughs) is that really what you want to go with? (laughs) So I wonder if they would just, uh, they would only have an abbess if there is a seat on the High Lords of Terra. And they, they wanted to get someone voted in or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because they, they also switch out who's on the High Lords too. Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes it, organizations don't even get admitted onto the High Lords of Terra. So maybe they only hire an abbess when there's a... Hire. <laughs> we are now recruiting. <laughs> Submit your applications. Yeah. But, uh, with at least female. five reference, references. <laughs> Females only, please. <laughs> don't go down that road. <laughs> We're not going down that road. I opened up the but, can I mean, of it is females only. <laughs> The Sororitas is a female-only organization in the They Imperium. do not Those allow... Those misogynist pigs. Yes. <laughs> I mean, misandrous. Misandrous, misogynist. Yeah, Christian, learn your... Misappropriating. It's a sor- sorry, It is Dan. a sorority. You're a sorority. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying it's in the name. <laughs> what? That's Sororitas? I didn't even see that. <laughs> they have nothing to do with each other. <gasps> Wait. Yes, I think that... Fights? One is filled with college <laughs> girls and the other one is filled... <laughs> With vicious battle nuns. <laughs> Even if they have pick female your poison, penis, Jordan, they can still go in. <laughs> I mean, all girls technically have female penises. But anyway, <laughs> um, within the Adepta Sororitas, there are two convents, and one convent is on Ophelia Seven, and that is called the Convent Sanctorum. And the other convent is based on Terra, and that is called the Convent Prioris. Yeah, and the reason why there's two convents is, I think I found out why. Oh, yeah? Because they're founded at two different dates. So originally the convent on Terra was founded first, and they came out with like four military branches and blah, 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 blah. And then uh, like a thousand years later or two thousand years later, we have the dates later in the episode. Then they found the next one. They found one on Ophelia 7. Probably when they moved center of power of the church uh no that would have all happened before before. yeah so i think that's why it doesn't specifically say that's why there's two different types but just going off when each one was founded you can assume like oh maybe one just grew too big let's start up another one let's split up it yeah um but eric also mentioned that maybe there's two different convents as the traditional like Nobody can have too much power. Break it off, like right. The same way, there's all these different chapters, or yeah. just like and all these limits on things, yeah. like just yeah. All the sisters can't get corrupted at the same time if we split them up. Exactly, um, but yeah. So there's the two different convents, and uh, each one is overseen pri- by a prioris, and uh, each covenant also has the same uh, major and minor orders. Eric's shaking his head. He doesn't like what I'm saying. They were both formed by Sebastian Thor. But he could have formed them at two different times. No, he formed them at at the Reformation of the Ecclesiarch, like when it all happens. But he could have formed them at two different times. People live more than a year, Eric. He formed them after he became the Ecclesiarch. Sure. It might not be a span of difference, like Mark is saying, thousands of years. I'm curious. But it could be like... We do have dates of when different orders... When those orders were done. But uh, did you guys find a plot hole? Uh oh. <laughs> <Games 40K? laughs> Burn it. <laughs> it's not perfect. <laughs> but yeah, um, we'll get into that a little more. Sure, I, sure, sure. It was it's all speculation on my part why there's two. Like we were going over it and we couldn't fully find out why they they made two. No, it but, was it was difficult to see why. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, so 
each uh, order, there are major and minor orders. And uh, these orders are broken up even further into... So you have an order that has orders in the order. (laughs) So basically, you could have uh, the order of the cleansing water of the orders, hospitar, (laughs) hospitar, (laughs) hospital people, uh, of the covenant prioris of the adeptus sororitas. I'm going to say it now for real. I said cleansing water pretty good. That one was good, actually. It's the order of the cleansing water of the orders hospitaler of the convent prioris of the adeptus sororitas. <laughs> so it gets a little crazy, yeah. especially because they, they use the same word. Yeah, order and orders, and yeah. they are two different things. Order is the major branch, and then each major branch has in it orders. Yes. Uh, so each individual order is overseen by a canonist superior. And for every 1,000 sisters that are led, uh, or for every 1,000 sisters, there is then a canonist preceptor. And uh, then for every 200 sisters, there's also a canonist commander. Yeah, so the canonist itself is just a commander role, and then your specific designation as a canonist is just depends on how many sisters you're actually looking over. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, and they're pretty vague on these details, whether like... Uh, well, we found like a direct contradiction. Yeah. So. No, you didn't. No, we, we did. Didn't. No, you didn't. This one actually... The censors will have a word with you. <laughs> but uh, we couldn't find out exactly like... So you have... 1,000 sisters that are led by a preceptor, and then you have 200 sisters that are led by a commander. But we're not sure if, like, so in that 1,000 sisters, you actually have five commanders, yeah. or if it's, like, you have 1,000 sisters, and then you only have 200 left, so you have a total of 1,200, so you have a yeah. preceptor and a commander. We're not totally or sure. Or they could share titles and be like... Well, no, because one of them is will is allowed to oversee a thousand sisters, yeah. and one of them is allowed to oversee two hundred right, sisters. But... It is an actual rank, the yeah. commander, preceptor, superior. That's an actual yeah. thing. And then, because you can be a regular canoness, yeah. and that's given control of like one or two squads, right? Or like, well, it was multiple. They said multiple squads because yes. it would just be a, a, a like a superior multiples of one, like a sister. <laughs> it would just be a superior, a sister superior who yeah. is in charge of one squad. But when you have multiple squads get together what, less than 200, it's just going to be a canoness or a palatine, right? Yeah. So it it wasn't super um, clear yeah, on how that Yeah, if anyone ever works. came out with any more details on that, let us know. I don't know. Maybe the new codex will have that all for us. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, um, yeah so that's kind of every order has that same organization. Even the non-military Even, ones. Yeah, exactly. Which and was interesting for us to learn. Mm-hmm. Is that like they have that same rigid structure and hierarchy? Yeah. Even in like their orders that have only to do with the scholarly pursuits, yeah. which was kind of cool to yeah. think about. No, absolutely. Everything um, needs order. Order is part of life in the Imperium. <laughs> Deviate from order is heresy. Heresy is a sin. <laughs> sin deserves death. <laughs> Hate leads to anger. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of uh, Star Wars quotes. Somebody should do a Star Wars podcast. Nah. <laughs> It's too big. It wouldn't have the audience. It wouldn't. No one here knows enough about Star Wars to do a Star Wars. I'll kill you, Eric. I'll kill you. (laughs) Um. So let's talk about the minor orders, and we're actually not sure how many minor orders because they don't say. Oh, sorry. Technically, so when I'm saying minor orders, I'm actually saying minor order. Like we're not sure how many order there are <laughs> no, no 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 it doesn't make any sense you've got a backwards you the, lost the, me the pro, the, it's definitely orders hospitaler 
And no, but because within the orders yeah. hospitality, there's multiple of order. Yeah, but, but we're, we're, <laughs> one order. We're, we're not sure how many minor or we're not sure if there's uh, more orders than just the uh, four. Like, um, what's the plural of orders? Is it orders is? No, it's orders with a orders an apostrophe. I. Orders I. Yeah, like because right now, like minor orders, we'll go into them, and then I can make my point. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're, yeah, you understand. There's not. There's not. There's, so there's not order that exists within an orders. Yeah. Okay. There, there, for every <laughs> order, there are multiple orders. Yes. But we're not sure how many order there are. There could be an infinite amount of minor order. No, no, no. For yes. For every orders, there's yeah. multiple orders. Because it's an orders militant. Yes. Right. No, it's order. No, it's not. It's orders. Well, just because... I'll show, I'll show, no, you, the, no, I'll just, show you the page. I'll just, show you the just page because that's at. how the way speech works. No, no, is, no, no. I'll show you the page. No, I believe you. It's called the orders militant. The orders hot I know, but that's because you wouldn't call it the order militant. Whoever stabs each other first wins the argument. It's one of the six major orders militant. Yeah, that's just because of speech and saying it the way mm. I'm saying it is retarded. Like, if we go back up to our... our uh, our notes. Okay, I'm They're, not gonna trust what we wrote down in the notes. I'm gonna trust what I'm staring no, at. No, no, no. But Eric, Eric, come on! What? Don't make me fight you again. I it's, hate fighting you. It's not about fighting. You are my brother. Yeah, call the orders. Star Wars. <laughs> you are meant to bring balance to the force, not destroy it. No, no. It's like the Ordos. Like an Ordo is an actual thing, but they have not the in Ordos, sense of the battle. But they have the Ordos Majoris. No, they don't. They have the Order. I'm talking about actual. The Inquisition. They have the Ordos oh. Majoris. They yes. have the Ordo Malleus. Yes. But they are the Ordos. Just yes. like these are the Orders Militant. And you have the Order of the Bloody yes, Hand. Yes, absolutely. Order of but so you have multiple. You have the Labia the Majoris and the Labia Majoris. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you can't say it properly, don't, don't even say it bother, Christian. I don't know what it even looks like. It's called the front hole. <laughs> it's not a hole. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, anyways, where are our great semantics? Who cares? So, yeah. Um, so all I'm trying to right. say is I don't want any emails <laughs> over how we said orders or orders, okay? Well, it's order and orders. Or they is are it different. multiple orders within an orders? Can I get one order of fries, please? <laughs> No. <laughs> Did you say multiple order of fries? One order of fries. Okay. <laughs> but, okay, so let's go over some minor orders. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, so the Order of Sabine, uh, and they're specialized in infiltrating primitive societies and indoctrinating them with the Imperial Creed. Like, it's very cool, actually. Yeah, they'll, like, follow, like, missionaries and, like, yeah. advanced troops. And, like, they'll go to human settlements that haven't seen any Imperial contact. Yeah. And like, hey, this is what the Imperial Creed is. And yeah. this is the Emperor. And you should definitely drop your chaos worship and worship him. Oh, and this is what will happen to you if you don't. <laughs> Bolt gun. <laughs> yeah. Opens up, like, a video feed. It's just, like, flaming fire. and <laughs> An entire planet being raised. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> and, and that's really all we know about them, but that's enough, and it's very cool. Yeah. Um, next, we have the Order Pronatus. Pronatus? Pronatus? Pro- pronatus? Pronatus? Sure. Who knows? It's a made-up word. All things are. Yeah, that's... Wait, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Not wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> Language. <laughs> How does it work? It doesn't. Oh. Uh, and they are specialized in retrieving, guarding, studying, and repairing, as well as... Uh, there's one other one that we missed, but anyways, really? sorry. Yeah. I thought I wrote them all down. Okay, my bad. Uh, 
sacred artifacts of the ecclesiarchy. So if there's like some sacred sacred relic, yeah, like a saint, yeah, like a, some saint they declared posthumously died on this planet. They have to go to the battlefield and like retrieve her cloak. Would this something. person be put in a tomb, and then would that tomb be raided by one of these uh, sisters? Why not? Well, potentially. If it's a sacred relic. Would that relic. title be called a tomb raider, perhaps? <laughs> Maybe a tomb hunter. <laughs> a tomb hunter. Or relic raider or something. TM. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, it's it's pretty cool. Like, uh, their study, why, like, the effects of this sacred relic actually happen. Because, like, um, like, the power of faith is actually a thing in 40K. Like, the power of faith can actually have, like, a physical manifestation. Um, if you got a bunch of people believing something, or sometimes not, or sometimes not, or sometimes it fails, <laughs> but like beautifully, yeah. <laughs> and you get murdered, yeah. in but like the millions, <laughs> yeah, like it can actually have like a physical impact. So like, there might actually be like a holy goblet that when you drink from, you gain five years of life, and like people will study that because it might actually be a thing in forty k. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So and that would be these guys. Yeah. Uh, it, or they'll repair stuff, they'll guard stuff. They seem like archaeologists. So, so I see what you're Kinda, saying, Mark, yeah. yeah. Because within the Order's Pronatus, there would be the Order of the Holy Goblet. Yeah. That is of the Order's Pronatus. Yeah. Because there's multiple Order's Pronatus. Yeah. Of the Convent Prioris. Yes. So the or, it is an Order's Pronatus. It's not Order Pronatus. But the Order existed within Pronatus is the Order of the Holy Goblet. I'm going to say yes. Okay, cool. That went just... Excellent. Let's Too go many. to the major orders. <laughs> so, uh, Eric, you want to take one okay. away? Okay. So, uh, one of, there are, what, four major orders? Yes, there's four yeah. major orders. And let's talk about the orders hospitaler first. Uh, these guys are primarily surgeons, uh, phys- physicians, and nurses. Well, now, can I stop you for one second? You yeah. said guys. Oh, sorry. I know you, that's just like, I, I call girls guys, like, when I walk into a room with These girls. beautiful, buxom women. Yes, that's better. <laughs> well, actually, no, because maybe this is where the non-buxom women go. It's possible. It's possible. You want the they buxom go women somewhere. up front with all the guardsmen? <laughs> with the boot plate. Yeah. So the guardsmen Urging rally them behind on. them. <laughs> of course. Forward! <laughs> Get the booty! <laughs> what kind? Your choice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just just to clarify, of when course. we do say guys, we're, we're These are the women. There is only women. Yes. There so, are no guys yeah. here. These women are the surgeons, physicians, and nurses. Um, they will only ever heal on the battlefield. That doesn't mean they don't heal in other places. It means that if they are on the battlefield, they do not partake in battle at all. They are only there to heal the wounded. Yeah, they actually even take like an oath of nonviolence. A very strict oath, too. Uh, Hippocratic oath, Which is kind say. of... What? It is Hippocratic 100% oath. Hippocratic. Christian's totally right. It, not hypocritical, Hippocratic. Oh, there we go. There's the difference. <laughs> Language. Um, so an interesting thing is the hypocritical that oath of the sisters of that. They are some. Well, it definitely <laughs> is hypocritical, and Eric's going to explain why. Oh, it totally is hypocritical because every once in a while, an inquisitor will actually render their services for torture mm. for so, the Inquisition, of yeah. course, which goes we'll do against no harm unless well, is that violence? Harm. What torture? is violence? Yes. Torture is not is not violence. Let, Are you let saying me run this right something now? Past you of course, here. Mark. Let please. me just run out. Words have specific meanings. Elucidate me. Okay, so if I torture you, Eric, am mm-hmm. I being violent yes. about it? 
Well, you can, what if I'm saying you are causing pain is, and distress? Is that violent? Are you what is the pain? I think it depends on how you are conducting this torture. If I'm singing a song, right. la, 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 for long good. enough, yeah. Well, that's that's not causing me pain or discomfort. And then I rip it off might. your finger while I'm singing. That is torture. <laughs> but is that violent? The, the that ripping, is violent. Ripping my yes. finger off, absolutely. But I do violent. it very surgical. That doesn't make it not violent. Mm. <laughs> doctors are literally called butchers. <laughs> Well, so doctors I would not are recommend violent, going to that doctor. <laughs> My doctor, My doctor is called the butcher, the butcher of Nantucket. <laughs> That's what I call him. He doesn't like it, and our visits are always very short. And then he says, "Get ah, it the butcher, get out, Eric." Oh, but my foot! And then he pulls out a huge knife and says, "What about?" But yeah, they are sometimes used for torture. Yes, um, and we hypothesize that they're going to be used in. Every aspect of the Imperium minus but, a couple. Yeah, like uh, really the only one that they're not in is the Adeptus Astartes. But every other organization, they're there. Yeah, um, as doctors. Yeah. And... But we'll talk one more funny thing about them. They're equipped with power armor. Yeah. Well, on the battlefield, it makes sense. Why? Because you need to be able to survive. Yeah, you're getting but, shot so at. So you're getting, yeah. you have more protection than the guardsman whose actually job but, it is but, to be okay, in the line on. of fire. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. They're completely different organizations and so all sisters have power armor so it makes sense that they would also have power right armor. but not because like it's more just because that the church is ridiculously rich yeah. right not because and also they, there aren't as many sororitas as there are guardsmen like true. He, the imperium does not have the resources to give every guardsman power armor and it would also debatable would be wasted the women yeah because <laughs> they can't survive a, a missing awesome. arm <laughs> um but yeah like they're and the medical tool, it's the typical fucking narcissium chainsaw. It literally looks like, <laughs> like they're going to war. It's a yeah. very medieval but, thing going But it, it makes sense because one of the primary things when they do go to war, like in an active battle zone, they're going to be doing with their sisters. So they need that chainsaw gauntlet to, to actually... rip into the power armor. Yeah, to open up power Harvest armor. Harvest organ. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> to sell so they can say rip. I mean... I mean <laughs> to heal. To heal with this chainsaw. For the healing science. <laughs> but that's them. But the one interesting thing, yeah, like they are in... Every Every organization, like they will be in hospitals yeah. and whatever. Yeah, and they everything. might not always be on the front lines, like no, you said. Like, like they could they, be on a peaceful world, you know, practicing medicine with the local population. Yeah, yeah exactly. Free healthcare for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, not free. You better believe your ties should be <laughs> going to back to the And emperor. if they don't, <laughs> we're going to come. <laughs> All right, next order: uh, the Ordos, the Orders, Famulus, and these guys are dip. <laughs> These women. Sorry, the order's You fabulous. can just keep saying guys. It's fine. <laughs> no, I'm going to say it too. You're going to correct me. And no, I'm, I'm not. Feel, just one time. I would not like to do that uh, That disservice to, to all the women, women who lay down their lives. Much courage. These orders. So families, brave. These women are uh, diplomats. Stunning. Stunning. That's another good one. The Ordo's fabulous. <laughs> they are uh, diplomats, advisors, and chamberlains with an excellent knowledge of imperial bloodlines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're usually, uh, like, they usually will determine, like, who is in charge of ruling planets and stuff. Not really, but they follow bloodlines. Yeah, and, like, they can they trace it out. They will help you yeah. determine the correct. They, they will settle disputes. Yeah, try and prevent, like, a, a local civil war. Yeah. We're like, no, my dad was king. Oh, my yeah. dad is king. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Something that I, I saw was... Yeah. You turned that on. No, it's fine. Just let go. Uh, if you hear some burning in the background... <laughs> Eric's currently burning Sorry. a heretic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Eric's, yeah. Eric's poor throw throw is sore. 
fuck off. <laughs> he needs to drink his tea. Um, you need to call the Ordo's hospitaler. I do. They'll heal that right up. Someone has a sore throat. We'll just tear it right up. Can't be sore if it's not there. Something that was interesting about the Order's Famulus is that they are commonly employed by Thorian Inquisitors. Um, and, and Thorian was like a specific belief of an Inquisitor. Yeah, they were Puritan Inquisitors that believed the Emperor's spirit could be transferred into another host. So I, I didn't really understand the connection that they so, made. So here's my connection. Once upon a time, there was such thing as like the Emperor... Uh, actually having children and stuff. Jeez. I don't know if that's still a thing. I don't think it's technically still canon, but it's so, floating in the ether. Yeah, and the senses. Yeah, exactly. So these no like bloodlines and stuff. They try so to they trace actually, the senses. Yeah, exactly. That's what like, I'm trying to say. Were you the offspring okay. of the emperor's so long forgotten line? Throwback. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like you know uh, what's that? Dan Brown? Is it Dan? Not Dan Brown. Dan Abnett? No. Dan Hardman? No. Oh my Dan gosh. email Dan. The guy who did the whole thing about the the Jesus. <laughs> Bloodline. That's Dan Brown. Mary. Dan Brown. Is it Dan Brown? Yeah, yeah. Isn't there a magician also named Dan Brown? No, that's no, Dan. Darren Brown. Da- oh. Anyways. <laughs> what we're saying yeah. is there's too many Browns in the world. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. <laughs> the last name. The last name. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys are ridiculous. All right. Eric too many Browns. Wow. <laughs> it is not. Whatever. That is what you said. A lot of coming out here. <laughs> A lot of deep-seated things. You guys are the worst. Uh, But yeah, so like that's why... I love women. (laughs) Trace the lineage. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so that's that order. super apologetic (laughs) and start just saying ridiculous things to prove that I'm not that person. (laughs) (laughs) I gave all my money to women. No, they just take your money if you date them. Oh, yeah. Uh, on that note... uh, (laughs) On that note. I pissed off Eric pretty good this week. Um, I, I was siphoning my side job cash through Lorehammer's bank account, <laughs> trying to keep it I secret from the, from the wife. Because I, normally I just, when I do a side job, I get cash and I could go buy Warhammer, but I want to buy something <laughs> online. So I, You're I don't have a, money through Laura. Yeah, I didn't have. I don't have a credit card. I didn't want to ask the wife for hers, so I laundered it through the the Lorehammer account. And Eric seemed like, "Why are you spending our fucking money?" I didn't say that, but I'm pretending. Want to break your legs? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, Eric, please, I have cash. But he didn't listen. He just kept coming. Well, I broke his fucking leg. Yeah. <laughs> No, actually, I got Johnny to do it. <laughs> I sent Johnny over with a big steel pipe. <laughs> Bent a couple legs back. <laughs> almost sounded gay for a second. Big... You want to fuck with me? <laughs> fuck with Johnny. Eric's a uh, mobster is gay. He's gay Tony. What about it, huh? Come over here. I'll show you just what that means. But having the conclusion of that is Eric took my money and put it in the Lorehammer account, as he's one to do. So, and then pretend it didn't exist anymore. Yeah. What spend. money? Yeah. <laughs> and it's gone. Well, oh, you bankers. The banks are like real crooks here. Yeah. So that, if ever you're wondering what we do with our Lorehammer money, I just use it to siphon my side job <laughs> electrical money. Guys, no, it's not true. It's pretty much true. No, yeah. it's not. <laughs> but it goes to a good cause. It goes back into Warhammer. So. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so the next no, order. It, uh, okay, hold on. What? It does not go to Warhammer. It goes to Lorehammer. But then it goes to Warhammer. No, 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 no. No Lorehammer money. That's what it money. should go to. No, right. But what it the money he wanders go through Lorehammer oh, goes yes, to Warhammer. Yes, yes, no yeah. Lorehammer money has ever been spent on Mark's personal Warhammer. No, except for that one time. What do you mean that one time? That, that Titan time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're right. 
I just wanted to make that clear. Please continue to send me I, us money. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Next let's, order. Let's talk about the orders dialogus. They are experts in language and scholarly activities. Um, and what's crazy about them is they can translate like uh, heretical isn't that crazy. Uh, Pious isn't that crazy. But Xenos was uh, very interesting. Yeah, they can actually translate some Xenos languages. It's useful when you're hunting them. Yeah, but it just it was interesting that that wasn't even like a purview of the Ordo Xenos. Like nothing in the Ordo Xenos was like right. ah, yes. And they might call one of these ladies over to be like, exactly. "Hey, we need something translated." Yes. Yeah. So that I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. That it was specialized in uh, ancient Eldar speak. Yeah. It's crazy that this is like a major organization, but when you think about like how many different planets are dialects, with dialects, yeah. yeah, like you would need. Yeah, like on Earth alone hmm. is insane already. Exactly. So like, like when I first thought alone. about it. But then on a galactic, yeah, it it's necessary, and this is why it's uh, an order for sure. Especially when a you major. don't have like a uniform language that even the common imperial citizen may speak, right? They might yeah. know high and low Gothic, yeah. But like you could uh, have that tribal world that doesn't yeah. even know any Gothic, or yeah. Just how it says point towards enemy. <laughs> That's all the words you need to know. Yeah, you're good to go. You're recruited into the guard. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the guard. Don't son. eat. Claymore Mines. It has to be said. (laughs) It has to be printed on it because somebody somewhere put a Claymore Mine in their mouth and thought it was a good idea. Oh, gosh. Warning labels. They're there for a reason. (laughs) And you need to be able to read them in whatever language they're printed in. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, Okay, so now let's talk about the... The The most important one. The most important, and that is the actual Orders Militant, the, the Sisters of Battle. Uh, the purpose of the Sisters of Battle uh, is they are the military branch of the ecclesiarchy. They work around the uh, decree passive, which is no men at arms. Obviously, we already talked about that. And um, they usually attend the wars of faith, which the church declares against heretical things. Yeah, like they even declare wars of faith, faith against other ecclesiarchical members if they diverge too far yeah, down and if they have enough influence to like, oh, this whole sector, this whole world, or yeah. these group of worlds is going yeah. deviant. So they they use the sisters of battle in a lot of their self regulating, uh, self authority uh, purposes or but whatever. They also join in other crusades against Xenos and other yeah. chaos. And, well, yeah. I mean, like anyone could requisite, like the Inquisition well, can requisition them. Yeah. So th- there are two things, like wars of faith and <clears throat> typical crusades are different things, right? Um, yes, just to, the, to clarify, the Adeptus Ministrorum will set two crusades, the High Lords of Terra. Yeah, they'll determine crusades. Yeah, right. And then the Ecclesiarch will determine wars of faith. Yeah, yeah. sometimes they overlap. Sometimes of course, they don't. They, yeah. Their their goals might be the same. Yeah, yeah. right. Sometimes it might be a sword as only operation where it's like the High Lords didn't even know about this. But yeah, we're gonna go start a war with these orcs. Yeah, but the Sisters of Battle are also the militant branch of the Ordo Hereticus, and they will be called upon to. Both you losers are giving me the look, but I sincerely disagree. They are not part of the Inquisition at all. Yeah, just like the Grey Knights aren't, just like the Death Watch aren't, but they are. I'm not. It's a thing. Okay, so they're. It's a thing. Out of the lore for a second. Okay, sure. It is disputed where they fall because sometimes they're portrayed as being the militant branch of the Inquisition. Sometimes they're portrayed as being 
the militant arm of the church. You can be both. Right. I'm not saying I'm not saying Who one has way. The ultimate authority? I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm just saying this is like a bigger argument that's happened because I think yes. one codex might say one thing and then in the next edition yes. they say something different and then the next edition they flip flop back and forth. Yeah. But or maybe they're both. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're neither. Maybe they're their own thing. Honestly, I don't know. they're both. They're both. Like Yeah, I every, agree. I agree. But they're both. <laughs> no, no, but they are both. That's your opinion. Based and, on the research you've done, you believe they're the both. I believe that they on they are a part of the ecclesiarchy. Oh yeah, they are a part of the ecclesiarchy. And the ecclesiarchy tells them where to go, and the yep. inquisition goes to the ecclesiarchy to yep. request yep. them. Which sure. means they're just like when you go to the Grey Knights, you go, you go to just to the Grey Knights. Yeah, you don't but go the, the, the Grey Knights are not a part of the Ordo Malleus. They're the, the militant branch, but they, they, the Grey Knights they, have you, no greater authority. They are their own authority. Sure. But that's the difference. The ecclesiarchy <clears throat> and is the, the authority over the Sisters of Battle. The Grey yeah. Knights have so no who, authority. The, it's the same organization. So why does it matter? Because they're part of the ecclesiarchy. They are. Yes. But that doesn't mean that they're not the Ordo Militant branch of the Ordo Hereticus. Because they are and they have been. That's a thing. Why do people fight this so hard? I don't get I'm, it. Why do you fight I'm against not, it I'm not so fighting hard? It. Because... Because it's a thing, and it's not you a can, thing. You can be two things at once, and if you go, or to, you could just be one. And if you go to the, it's just your opinion. I no, it's think... not my opinion. It's if you go to it's the sources, <laughs> that's what it says. If you click on the Ordo Hereticus, the militant branch is the Sisters of Battle. Would they you are trust, also. Would you trust Lexicanum smart word mark? I trust no one. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought actually. The Adeptus Sororitas are an all-female subdivision no, no, of no. the religious go, go. organization known as the Ecclesiarchy. Yes, but now go to the Ordo Hereticus. The Sisters Orders Militant serves the, as, as the Ecclesiarchy's fighting arm, mercilessly Absolutely. rooting out corruption and heresy within You humanity. can do both things. Okay, so that's right on the Now go to Adeptus the Ordo Hereticus. Okay, let's go to them. Fuck! Which I'm having trouble finding. It's not. No, even I, I know what you're saying, Christian. Uh, depending on, I'm different just saying codexes, it's a debate. Yeah. I know. Depending on I'm different codexes, it has gone back and forth. So if you a can agree times. that it's a debate and it's not something that's set in stone, can you agree that we can have different opinions on no. it? Yeah, sure. There can, never be, we're there can never be compromise. That's all no, I'm no. saying. Is compromise no is failure. With you saying yeah. what failure you say. is heresy. Sure, heresy is death. I have no problem with you believing that. I sure. just believe something different because there's nothing saying that everything else is retcon and this is the only one that exists now. That's oh, sure. all I'm saying. I just don't understand why. Just Give it why. a few months. I'm sure the next codex will oh, yeah. clarify yeah. everything we need to know about yeah. anything. And, and exactly. will never lead to another debate again. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what's going to happen. And we'll be satisfied with the universe. Like in, in no spot and... has it ever said that they're not that. At some parts, parts they might have omitted it or like just not even mentioned it. But they've never said that they're not and they have said multiple times that they are. Therefore, they are. Until they are said to not be, they are. Uh, guilty until proven innocent. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, all the evidence points to that they are. Well, actually, all the evidence points to the fact that they're part of the ecclesia. <laughs> they okay. are. You can do We're both done. things. We are done. Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> you can do both things. Actually, them. we're not done. I told the, you. Literally the whole... First one to draw blood is no. the one that wins <laughs> okay. an argument. Okay. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off. My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
It won't Literally be the whole today. reason why we're talking about the Sisters of Battle and the Ordo Hereticus is because they're the Ordo Hereticus. I want to say I was initially the opposed to that. They'll call I think upon they believe him. on an Ecclesiarchy episode, but whatever. I'm not part of this podcast, apparently. Well, you're not. <laughs> um, Jordan, yeah. tell him. Tell you're him not, Chris. <laughs> Belittle his haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Your haircut sucks. <laughs> All right. So uh, here, here's what Lexicanum does say about it. Yeah. Just because I read mine, so I'll read yours. Sure. Um, the Order Hereticus is one of the three major orders of the Inquisition. Their specific role is protecting mankind from itself by combating such internal threats as treason, blah, 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 blah. They are aided militarily by the Adeptus Ministorum's Sisters of Battle. So wouldn't that imply that they are the militant Are they aided by the Imperial Guard? Sure. And PDFs? Sure. And the Frateris Militia or whatever they're called? But those are not also part of the Inquisition. That's all I like. Sure. Like it's the main force they draw from. Absolutely. Okay. Because it's the easiest one because they're so intertwined. Yeah. Sure. Sure. You don't care. You don't give no. a shit. No, no, I, I agree with you to some degree. And then I disagree Too with you. to end the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. That will flare fuck in five days We're from fucked, now. It, it's actually funny, like, uh, how often we get comments like, I love when you and Eric just yell at each other. It's like, why the fuck would people like that? Yeah. That's a horrible this, experience this podcast for both is of us. literally ruining our friendship. <laughs> I don't go over to his house anymore. I can't stand it. All he does is yell at me. First thing he says when he opens the door, you, you haven't seen each other in days. <laughs> they are not a militant branch. <laughs> um, all right. Okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> Okay, so the founding we kind of talked about. Uh, they were the brides of the emperor. Goach Van Dyer <laughs> convinces them to be his bodyguard. There's a custode in the... Is it in the sewers of the Imperial Palace? I think they they say, like, secret passageways that only the custodes know about. Because the custodes know every aspect of... Of Terra. Of Terra. Yeah. yeah. But it, it it's was... Like it's the Imperial Palace that they're at, right? Yeah. 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 So... Well, I mean, uh, even that's changed. But so custodes... Some custodes <laughs> meet... Uh, the leader of the Daughters of the Emperor at that time, um, Alicia Dominica, and he shows her the light and how terrible God really is. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What have I done? <laughs> and she chops off Goge Van Dyer's head, and voila, the Age of Apostasy is done. Yeah. After that, they uh, form the da- Brides of the Emperor. They go back to calling themselves that? No, no. Fuck. I never remember what the original one was. The original daughters? was daughters, then okay. they become the brides. Okay, so they call and then they, become sisters. Yes, they know yeah. they go back. There's a lot to of incest it. going on. <laughs> <laughs> they go back to calling themselves the daughters of the emperor, actually, and then they go to into the sisters. sisters of battle. Yeah, yes. when they reorganize everything. Yeah, into right. the as okay. part of the adeptus sororitas. Yeah. But um, when they do reorganize it, they end up making four major uh, militant branches, four major orders. Wait, did we do this already? <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no orders no. and orders is. These, these yeah. are okay. the orders of the orders militant. Okay. Because yeah. so. you got to look at the primary order as order, not plural. Oh, we're not uh, getting back honestly, into this. Honestly, if you look at everything, there's never <laughs> once where it says order militant in any of the texts we ever read. Even on that chart we looked at, it's orders militant. It's because it's plural. I, it's an orders militant. Because it's plural. It's unorders. It's not the orders militant. It's It's because it's in a pseudo-Latin. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It's not English. That's my excuse Uh, for everything. So the four major militant branches are the Order of the Ebon Chalice, the Order of the Valorous Heart, the Order of the Fiery Heart, and the Order of the Argent Argent Shroud. Yeah, and these were actually created um, 
an M thirty six. And uh, <clears throat> these are created by uh, Ecclesiarch Alexis the twenty second, who was the pre- predecessor of uh, Sebastian Thor. So he no so, no pre- predecessors Alicia Dominica. What? Yeah. No no no. Alexius is the. Space oh no! Pope. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, my bad. Space yeah. Pope. My bad. Yeah, Alexis was a space pope. Also, and is predecessor the word you want to use? No. Yeah. What's the one that predecessor comes after? is? Uh, yes, you're right. What is the one that comes yeah, after? Yes. Predecessor. <laughs> <laughs> a predecessor. <laughs> What's the one that comes after? I don't know. All right, whatever. Successor. Yes. Successor. That's wow. You. <laughs> when you get one up by Mark in language, <laughs> it's that's a bad English, yeah. Sebastian <laughs> Thor's successor <laughs> actually divides the orders militant into these four orders, yeah. and then two thousand years later, Ecclesiarch Deacus the Sixth actually adds two more of these orders militant. Yeah. So is this what you were talking about with the two different convents? Yeah. And this is why this, no, because Sebastian Thor creates both of the convents, hmm. and so, this is so, done two thousand years later by something yeah, so, different. Like. No yeah, reason. It's, it's, it's silly. It's got to be the distribution of power because you leave one with the head of the church on Ophelia 7 yeah. and you leave one on Terra yeah. where the administratum actually can, yeah. the administratum can actually look after it. Because yeah. right? it, it just, it says that both orders or both covenants have the same convents. orders, convents have the same orders in it. Oh, yeah, they but both have the, an orders militant and they both have an but orders. But the, the one on uh-huh. Ophelia didn't have an orders militant until M38. That's not true. Yes. Nope. Yes. Nope. Yes. At all. So, in Ophelia, the one on Ophelia, do you know what orders militant they have? Or it, or is each the, one has 3. And no, so no, he, each one has each one has 3 orders. What? Of the orders militant? There's there's 6 in total. Are there? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So each and one has 3, but only 2 were added at the end. So that means it had at least 1. Are you sure that's a breakdown of 100%. it? 100%. Okay. What if it was 2 at each and then nope. they both added 1 and 1? <clears throat> Then they would. Then they still would have had orders militant on yeah. Prioris and Sanctorum. I thought they one had, had six four, on one, and then they moved four, one, one over no. two. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nope. Wow. This is a battle. They're complicated. <laughs> Everything in forty k. What in forty k is not complicated? Even las guns. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> They're supposed to just be flashlights, and I still don't get yeah. it. Um. So those are the major six ones. I don't know if you read them. Uh, the Order of the Bloody Rose and the Order of the Sacred Rose. Oh, yeah, I didn't even. Those Rose. are the two that were added after, the yeah. Bloody Rose and the Sacred <clears throat> Rose. And there's reasons why they're called what they're called, obviously, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's almost okay. like breaking it down into space range chapters. Like, yeah, Essentially, yeah. yeah. Dive into each one and then a little episode yeah. later, blah, blah, blah. But uh, there are also lesser or- orders militant. Like, some will be founded just to, like, watch a specific... Uh, cathedral on some far far backwater world but they all come from a major yeah uh, like exactly. one of these six yeah. orders it's like a founding chapter a founding legion breaking down into smaller chapters yeah. yeah that is definitely the easiest way to look at it but now we have to explain those oh no no <laughs> what's a legion I, I think we have <laughs> it's a chapter uh so we'll talk about the training that sisters of the battle actually get uh, cause the sisters of battle actually are subject to intense physical and tactical training. Like training, they are very, abuse, yeah, they, both. Well, yeah. they're very competent warriors. Like on the tabletop, yeah. their weapon skill and ballistic skill is three plus a guardsman is four plus. Yeah. Like they were, they I mean, 17% better. They've been indoctrinated <laughs> since youth essentially because yeah. they go to the Scala first and then, you know, they get trained there and whatever they yeah. get trained in. And then. They get subdivided again into the military arm. Well, it's yeah. and like all they're going to do is combat since yeah. being again a kid. Yeah, but they also have 
because the church is so rich, they have access to like amazing like war gear and yes. training opportunities. Absolutely, and way yeah. better than some every any PDF or IG is gonna have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll talk more about their war gear later, but uh, yeah, like in my opinion, uh, each sister is better than the average guardsman. Like. Well, yeah, anyone that's trained from birth to fight is probably yeah, and like, be better than... Then you factor in their war gear, like... Yeah, dude, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're equipped with power armor and bolters, like, space marine war gear. Yeah. So even if you put a regular guardsman in that armor, they'd be better than a regular guardsman. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so the organization, uh, we'll talk about that next. So at the head of each uh, order, there was that whole canonist thing that we were talking about canonist preceptor canonist commanders and all of that Superiors. yeah but in uh the sister of the battle the order of militant they also have a palatine which is basically like uh it's kind of more of like an honorary rank or like a commander rank it's not necessarily it is a like, commander rank yeah. without being a canonist exactly it's it's a sub commander rank essentially yeah. so if, <laughs> if you only have one squad of sister of battle they might be led then by uh, a palatine more likely a sister superior well, like you would have a sister superior and a palatine, and then you a would sister have both inferior. Uh, like that's how you'd see that. Yeah, yeah, um, hmm. yeah. May- maybe one squad is a little too small, but if you have two squads, there's definitely then a. Palantine. And you never know, right? Like, oh d- yes, yeah. for two squads, of course. Then there's then, a palatine. Yeah, because even if both have a sister superior yeah. who's in charge, your palatine is. Exactly. And at any point, and, a canonist can come step yeah. in and relieve the palatine. And, and that palatine actually could be a sister superior. Could like, be, but in the moment, like, she's given the rank of palatine. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Everything is so rocky when it comes to the Imperium, anyway. Yeah. Who knows? So underneath the palatine, you have sister superiors. And they're basically like your sergeants or, you know, they, they lead a squad. And then underneath them, you have just sisters of battle. Sisters inferiors. I like the color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that would be Mark naming convention. Right there. <laughs> Men at arms. <laughs> um, soldiers at arms. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so let's talk about their squads. Um, so they, they have a number of different squads. Uh, depending on purposes, they'll call upon different squads and build their army like that. Uh, but their veterans are called Celestines, and they're Celest. What? Huh? You went like you didn't mean to look at me. I didn't look at you. You jerked your head like you. Was. I don't know. I would have done Celestian. Yeah, Celestian. Celestian. Oh sure, Celestians, absolutely. Yeah. I just don't want another email. <laughs> um but yeah they're the most skilled fighters within an order like they're your veterans yeah um but their duties are sometimes uh as bodyguards to canonesses or palatines or also they are just like the the spearhead of your army you know they'll be the center of your army where everybody yeah. else is like they'll be the, the spear point yeah tip of the spear exactly Edge of the scalpel. Uh, they also have what they Prick call... Prick of the needle. S- okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> Poke of the dick. <laughs> no. <laughs> they don't Prick. have any. Uh, Seraphim, and these guys are... These women. Are Beautiful. Tra- <laughs> buxom women. <laughs> All of them are very buxom, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not a requirement. And they go... Uh, well, no, because they can enhance them later. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm Space sure go all this money and power and the thing that they choose to modify is the size of their boobs that probably aren't even going to get used. That and lipstick. Each sister battle has and, lipstick. And hair dye. lipstick yeah. and white hair dye. Mm-hmm. It's bleach, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> just pour it on because they're so tough. They just dump it on their heads. Oh, it's you part bleach of their... for breakfast. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the Seraphim are trained in using jump packs. Uh, they Another interesting thing about them is they primarily will use two pistols, which makes them... Uh, nightmare in close combat as opposed to two chain swords i don't know that was they're supposed to be a very effective in close combat at close range. closer close range, range. Yeah. yeah yeah use a jump back to get in close and then you're yeah um, with your death they'll, your they'll also have like the sister superior will have usually like a power weapon <clears throat> but other than that they all use two pistols like yeah. there's no none of them are using like a melted gun they're using infernal pistols melted pistols um so. gunslingers yeah, space gunslingers. They're very cool. Space women gunslingers. And bounty hunters. In armor. Uh, the next squad are Dominions, and uh, they're trained in close-range special weaponry. Um, like, we'll talk about it a little more, but Spitzer's Battle, they love two weapons. They love Flamers, and they love Meltas. Both very close-range. So this squad is equipped with a bunch of Flamers and a bunch of Meltas. Um, I think it's on tabletop, it's four. You can have four of them for every ten sisters you have. So if you have 10 sisters, four of them are equipped with yeah. these. But uh, they're usually chosen for this duty uh, because they're, like, super aggressive. They're known to be... That's they're, terrifying. They're, <laughs> they're perma-period. They're just oh. constantly raging. Um, PMSing is the word you're looking for. Oh, is that a word? <laughs> he just says his wife is on a perma-period. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And they're just a special weapon squad, essentially, that's highly aggressive. Uh we also have retributors, and they are trained in the use of heavy weapons, so they'll provide support for the rest of the army. Yeah. And they'll be equipped with heavy flamers and multi-meltas. Yeah. They'll also have heavy uh, they bolters. They can take heavy bolters. Yeah, yeah. Is they'll it also have heavy weird bolters. that my brain went to, yeah, heavy flamers and heavy meltas. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one they have. But, uh, yeah. And then they have their, like, rank and file, which are just sisters of the battle. And they'll usually have one special weapon, one heavy. It's kind of the typical, like, it can meet any... Yeah, it's tactically flexible. Yeah, exactly. Just like me. Yeah, <laughs> Nothing about you is tactically flexible. <laughs> and uh, the last thing... Uh, oh, yeah, the last thing that they have are Sisters Repenta. And uh, they are sisters that have fallen or have... Uh, done some disgrace during combat or even yeah. off times or and, whatever and it could be pretty vague like we're not talking they've gone full-blown heresy no here. no we're no talking no. like they've dishonored themselves yeah it, so. it, it cannot be a full-blown heresy it no. has to be some there has to be yeah. it has to be something bad enough to do this but not yeah. bad enough maybe, that they cannot absolve maybe, themselves maybe their failure led to like a special relic getting taken back yeah exactly there. or they were told <laughs> to take that hill and they weren't able to take it yeah or like, maybe they even like retreated in a battle or something who knows it could exactly be. Yeah. yeah but it, it's definitely not like it's not Heretical. a full-blown heresy. No. no, no. I have full-blown heresy on my... Uh, <laughs> I need to see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, butcher. <laughs> my butcher. Butcher and, uh, they They're the outcasts, and yet they're very revered amongst their sisters because they, they, they're they repentant, as in their name. Like It's a sign of like they're trying to do better. They're yeah, gonna, piety. Re- yeah, they're going to redeem themselves, but until they do, you guys stay over there. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And they traditionally shave their heads. And We're going to get into that. Okay, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. I'm not saying it's my thing or anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> what, I really want to talk heads? about it. <laughs> um, and they're, they're all equipped with eviscerator chainswords, which are basically just massive two-handed chainswords. And they're basically just told to run at the enemy. And if you survive, great. You might consider yourself redeemed or maybe not. Yeah, yeah. In some cases, it might just be death. Like I'm doing yeah. this until I get killed. Exactly, and and in the death, I will be redeemed. Yeah, but Your soul they are the emperor. they are known to be able to actually like 
come actually back. be redeemed yeah and they can and join back join to back the squad. into the sisterhood yeah, yeah. um they are spurred on by the uh, repenta mistress and uh, she's equipped with uh, neural whips, sexy neural whips. If if you look <laughs> at the models, like there's it, a very strong BDSM. Yeah, thing. yeah. And I'm sure people oh, yes. get no. <laughs> like. I'll talk more about it in the when we talk about what we want from the upcoming Sisters Codex. <laughs> Mark wants more of this. <laughs> no, I just hope they don't go away with it. We'll talk more about it later. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Cool, cool, cool. So we actually found the oath of... Uh, the oath of the penitent. Yeah. So we're going to read that out for you now here. Because we need it. We need um, it bad. <clears throat> so what we'll do is we're actually all going to assume roles. Yes. In this. Uh, Mark, you will actually be the penitent. Okay. Oh, I thought this was sub-dom kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Mark, we were role-playing you here. you will be the submissive. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Christian, Jordan, and I, we will play members of the squad. Um, and then Jordan, lastly, is also going to play the part of the yeah. officer. And you're going to also play the narrator. I will play the narrator. Um, but in this, as we assume our roles, we just hope you guys uh, enjoy this little bit of fun. So, uh, Mark, why don't you just uh, take it away? Let me just set the scene for you here. So we're in this cathedral. It's very dark, only illuminated by candles. Okay, there's tens. Well, like in this case, there's only four sisters of battle just standing there three of them on one side and they're looking at the other one there's like a uh, statue of the emperor behind the three sisters of battle and you know the one sister is down on her knees uh oh <laughs> uh oh <laughs> where's the whip <laughs> get the no whip it's, it's coming don't worry I am far from absolution lost to any exploitation I offer myself to repentance before the emperor I have sinned beyond forgiveness beyond forbearance Beyond mercy. The squad members take the penitent's war gear and cast it aside. They use the remnants of robes to roughly clothe the penitent. We, we turn, turn our backs, backs upon you. you. We, we cast, cast off your armor and your arms. I leave this company of my own free will, and by my will shall I return. I shall seek the emperor's forgiveness in this darkness, places of night. The penitent's hair is roughly shorn oh. with a knife. Oh. When, when forgiveness, forgiveness is yours, we, we shall welcome you back until such time you are nameless to us. See me and do not see me. Know me and no fear, for I have no face today but this one. I stand before you, a sister repenta, until absolution finds me once more. So shall it be. And scene. <laughs> Guys, I'm crying. <laughs> I, that was beautiful. That was absolutely wow. I say we all join the theater. The theater. The theater. <laughs> I'm ready theater. to call it the theater now. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's a very cool like uh picture in that they actually have like those oaths. It always just adds such character. It's very ceremonial yeah. and like yeah. yeah. And like yeah, she, like so the sis- sisters repenta, they they disband all their armor like they said and like they're only like wearing like this ripped cloth yeah they like they would uh, rip up their robes and then bind them back on her so it's just like super you look like a mess really your hair is chopped up with a knife yeah and and if you look at the models they're supposed to look very sexy but like really like the games workshop it's okay but Mm. well this could be like an off-topic conversation 
like do, do do they look sexy or is it just something that people see because they're and, and that's what woman, i'm gonna say right? like if you look at the lore behind why they're doing it they're they're they've done something that they cannot forgive themselves of so they're they're taking off like who they are and like they're bringing themselves to the lowest point yeah. and like people just turn it into a sex thing but it, it doesn't exactly. have to be it doesn't have to it be doesn't? at all yeah. just because it's no. women it doesn't huh. have to be sexy exactly weird and we'll, we'll talk more about that uh yeah. at the end of and it comes episode. from like real traditions and real like, yeah faiths and things yeah like they tear their clothes as a sign of like mourning mourning or... and things like that and yeah. it like even yeah there's a lot of real life stuff that's taken from it it's like yeah it's only sexy if you're weird. Yeah, like if if, 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 you're if we read deviant. that whole ceremony in male voices, like yeah. that would be awesome. Like, would we sexualize yeah. it? Christian and Eric might. I mean, <laughs> Jordan is straight. <laughs> you know, but anywho, I sexualize um, everything. <laughs> this is true, and that's okay. why you're a deviant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about their armory. Um, Sisters of Battle. They have a couple key things that like. Every everybody has unique things that make them who they are. Like if you look at Imperial Guardsmen, you think of las guns and carap- or flak armor. You know, like you think and of death. And death. <laughs> you think of corpses. <laughs> you know, Millions of corpses. Yeah. E- each each faction has kind of their own unique thing, and what makes the Sisters of Battle like unique is they're all equipped in like super highly stylized power armor. Like it's very ornate. It shows like the wealth of the church and yeah. like its ornatry and like the whole gothic grim look yeah really comes through sell in their armor. Sell helmets yeah, yeah. Uh, i like it <laughs> Oof. they're also all equipped with bolters which is like crazy like yeah space again Marine you're level talking war gear you're talking yeah the, the expense of this war gear right yeah like they're a very good weapon that's why the space marines use it and the church actually can afford to give it to the sisters yeah um another thing to note too about the bolter is um it's super hard to maintain yeah. Um and it show it shows the dedication, skill and training of Sisters of the Battle. Even just that they have bolters, they know how to maintain them to some degree. Like obviously At some point you're gonna need a tech priest. Yes, in, right? yes. Like, but the average guardsman, the reason why they don't use bolters is because they're expensive, but yeah. also because they're hard to maintain. Yeah. And they don't give them any training. So Yeah. Well, some yeah. I'm but, doing an Imperial Guard episode. <laughs> we we mentioned it earlier too, like with the Ordo Hereticus, there's that strong theme of burning the witch and you know, flame and purity and all that. Yeah. And it gets tied back in with the Sisters of Battle as well. Like their special weapons or anything that has to do with flame or melt attack. Um yeah, like they just love to burn stuff. Well, like that's how you burn things. Yeah, exactly. That's how, yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> Either you burn and you're cleansed, or you don't burn and you're a witch, and which will burn you more. <laughs> exactly. Either way, you're guilty. Yeah. No, either way, you're going to burn. <laughs> but they also have other weapons. Like, they have heavy bolters, and they got a couple... Like, they have chain swords and power oh, yeah. swords, and they have stuff. But that that's the iconic, like, Sister of Battle to me. Is like, if you had an entire Sisters of Battle army, and you didn't take a single melted gun or flamer, I'd be like, well, that's a weird army. Yeah. It wouldn't fit. Yeah, Exactly. Um, but they do have one other or two other special weapons that are uniquely for them. Yeah. Well, they have a couple, but these sure. are the ones we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, the one is called the Exorcist Launcher. And basically this is... Uh, All right. Let me let me describe it to you. Paint a word picture for me. All right, guys. You know when you go into, like, you see those crazy uh, churches and they have, like, the 100 organ pipe in, like, the background. Just this massive 100 thing. organ pipe. 
100 pipe organ. One pipe, 100 organs. <laughs> what is it made of? People. <laughs> a 100 pipe organ. It's in the back of this church. Now chop off all those pipes and put them in the same positions on the back of a rhino. Yeah. And that is the launchers of the missiles. Yeah. <laughs> so now when you hit the keyboard and you're playing this majestic this sympathy, opus, just, da, 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 yeah, no, no, these actually, missiles are just shooting off of the rhino. Yeah, it, and it creates like a barrage type weapon. Yeah. It, it's the craziest thing. It looks ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's an organ on the back of a tank. People. <laughs> yes. This is what we're talking about here. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of reminds me of like Mad Max. Oh, yeah, yeah, very much. Yes. Yeah. Just Catholic. But less yeah. Catholic. Yeah, Mad less, Mad less rock and roll, more Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing they have are blessed weapons. Yeah, so this is something that the Ecclesiarch will specifically give to some members of the Orders Militant. And all of the blessed weapons they have are like very well known. Yeah. Because they don't exist. They're, they're those relics or whatever. And Yeah, exactly. But yeah. they'll they'll let them use it. Um they have like a specific um like flaw flail that is like a blessed weapon. They have like a specific axe when they create it, they will bless it and, yeah. and give it to them. But and, it's just it's something that's different from a regular yeah. Like the and the way they'll bless it could be like through prayer or it could be like through special technology. Yeah. Or, or even like psychic, psychic energy. Heat. Exactly. Yeah. But uh yeah. Um, and the other thing that is common in the Sister of Battle armory is that they use the Rhino chassis. So they use, once again, a Space Marine-level vehicle for their army's transportation. But since it's a Rhino chassis, they use Rhinos, they use like Razorbacks. your pronunciation of chassis twice in two sentences. Satan, Kitten, Katon. <laughs> Primark. 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 Uh, <laughs> Prime <exactly>. Orc. Wog. <laughs> Wah. <laughs> Who knows? Somebody knows. I'm sure somebody out there knows the proper. And I has did. a very strong opinion on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they have rhinos, razorbacks, exorcists, which are. Uh, That's that, where that the exorcist org. launcher comes? <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, sir. And they have one other one. Um, fuck, what's it? it? It's basically equipped with like two two heavy flamers. And An two. immolator? Immolator, yes. Yes. But basically it's like a rhino chassis and you slap on different different yeah, different weapons yeah yeah that's, that's the thing about the rhino it's versatile yeah super versatile but uh like when you look at their armory it they're just they're they're using space marine level technology and it really is probably one of the most powerful forces in the galaxy like if you took all the sisters of the yeah battle, can we talk we, numbers first yeah we don't know exact numbers there is but... no set number on the number of sisters of battle there are for space marines and we can get a ballpark idea of imperial guard like <laughs> a population of trillions like, yeah it's somewhere it's big it's yeah. real big if so, billions are dying every day of imperial guardsmen you must yeah. have a pretty good population yeah. pretty, pretty good guard but for sisters it's like they seem to be very elite very well funded founded and funded yeah and there seem to be a lot of them but we don't know like there could be millions, billions of Sisters of Battle. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, right. this is to, like the second largest organization. Yeah. yeah. Right? To, to me, I would put their number in the billions, personally. Yeah. Because um, there, there has to be more Sisters of Battle than there are Space Marines. Yeah. I, by I, that's a, a lot. Yeah. Because but even just based on the fact that if all the men, if all the worthy men are going to Space Marines and all the worthy women are going to the Sisters of Battle, and then you look at who just survives the trials more, Sisters of Battle would, would yeah. survive And they don't have all the surgeries and stuff. That's all, yeah, that's that all I'm saying. Kill yeah. off all the Marines. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. uh... Yeah, yeah. like, it, it will be a higher number. Like, I would put them, put them in... You would put them. Interesting. Uh, Freudian slip. <laughs> no, I would put them between numbers of Imperial Guard 
and the numbers of space marines. Yeah. They're somewhere it, in that range. Are they like, they're not as exhaustible as the Imperial no, Guard, right? You're no. going to storm a fortress with bodies, drown them in bodies, probably a guard thing. Yeah. Do you need more elite troops? <clears throat> Sisters of the battle? Do you need like tip of the spear of the Imperium? You're going to call in space marines, right? So. Yeah. But there has to be a lot of them. Yeah. Essentially. I imagine there's, there's, and, and then uh, you include the other orders, right? Like how many are yeah. actually militant members versus doctors yeah. and stuff. And like, could be every small town yeah. in the Imperium that's within reach the, has a doctor, right? Yeah, it's exactly. Like, the other thing to note about them, too, is they're a ga- galaxy-wide organization, too. So where a Space Marine chapter, you will have a thousand guys in one area. Yeah. Like, the Sisters of Battle, you might only have five on this planet, a thousand on this planet. Like it And over ch- a million on that planet. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it, it, it varies depends so much. so greatly. Yeah, you yeah. could have a tiny convent of only ten sisters in yeah. a whole planet, a yeah. whole region. But yeah. other ones like Ophelia Seven must yeah. have a huge Sisters of Battle population. I want to like, see someone attack Ophelia Seven. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, what are you doing next week? <laughs> I'm just gonna call up my boy Abaddon. <laughs> let's launch a black crusade. Yo, Abaddon, it's your boy Christian. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that kind of sums up the Sisters of Battle. Like, I guess the one thing we never really talked about is their tactics. But uh, Christian, you kind of mentioned it a little bit. Like they're they're specialists. Like they're elite. Yeah, they're elite soldiers. Um, like they're gonna do what uh, the Imperial Guard cannot do, uh, if like there's no Space Marines around. Essentially, like they're equipped with Space Marine level technology, so they're gonna basically do what Space Marines do. Yeah. Um. Not just not as good. Not as good. No. Well, no one's really good in Space Marines except for Custodes and Primaris Marines. No one's as good as Space Marines except for Primaris Marines and Custodes. But and no one's better than Custodes and Primarchs, and no one's better than Primarchs and the Emperor himself. And the only thing better than the Emperor himself are the Chaos Gods. <gasps> That's Heretic! Pretty high up there. <laughs> Those sisters of battle are pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, the, their tactics, at, they're very close range as well, as we kind of mentioned with the Flamers and the Meltas. Like, they want to get in there and do some melting, I guess. I don't <laughs> know. Do some burning. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, anything else really to mention about They're them? all singing the Radiohead song, Burn the Witch. As they fight. Never heard it, but going off the title, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of the sister of the battle as, as a whole. Like, just say what you're going to say. Heroes? Oh, we're, we're going to get into great deeds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought you were wrapping up the episode, and I was like, wait, there's uh, more on your notes. you had looked at the notes. I did look at the notes. That's why I was worried. <laughs> no, uh, that's <laughs> wrapping up the Sisters of Battle. Yeah. Oh, okay. They, they've done a bunch of deeds and stuff that we're going to talk about now. Um, we're talking about a couple. Yeah, because obviously there's, there's way a too lot. Many. Yeah, yeah. You've done so much. Um, for us. But you should be grateful. An, <laughs> an interesting I'm, I'm thing thankful. about the Sisters of Battle that we didn't touch on in the episode, though, is uh, sainthood and living saints. Yeah. So that's something we're going to chat about in the Great Deeds a little bit. Now, those are two different things. Sainthood is given to someone after death. They are. They die, and then the church goes Domine Patri Spiritu Sancti, and then they become a saint on that person because they did something so great. Thank you, Eric. A living saint is someone who actually has some kind of divine emperor power intervention in their life in the moment. And the biggest example that everyone's going to know is Celestine. Yeah. This woman who literally has come back to to life. Multiple times. Three times, I think. Like, she can't die. Yeah. Which is crazy. That, like, that's... Yeah. No human. That's not a human. So a living saint definitely fits yeah. her category. Yeah. Um, quick thing on sainthood. Yeah. doesn't have to be a sister battle to be no, canonized. No, but we're talking about specifically... Yeah, I just want to make, make that yeah, clear. Yeah. Uh, Lord yeah. Macarius... Yeah. Solar is a Solar, saint. Yeah. yeah, so 
Yeah, that's posthumously. The one. Yeah, posthumously. but uh, yes. Also, though, um, Saint Tut doesn't have to be as extreme as like Celestine is a pretty big example, but it could be like you know someone who should have died in an instance, right? Like a greater demon's come barreling down on you. The yeah. whole village sees this go down. You're just standing there alone with like your crucifix or whatever imperial <laughs> symbol, and then all of a sudden <laughs> the Aquila. Yeah, you're Aquila, and suddenly the greater demon like strikes you, and you don't die. Like yeah. The, the blast just like dissipates into the midair or whatever. Yeah. And like, you should have been dead. You really should have been dead. Yeah, absolutely. And like, yeah. the, the Clearly church sees you're, this. Yeah. You're blessed by the emperor. Of you're course, a, you're yeah. a living saint. And, you know. Yeah. And, and to even take it one step further, like, an Ordo Hospitar. Hospitar. Yeah. yeah. Might even, like, wow, you've like healed millions of people. Like, sainthood. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, it's not necessarily a combat. Like, this is a combat related, yeah. Yeah, exactly. The, the Adeptus Sororitas will nominate saints, not just the Ordo Militant. Of course, yeah. yes. Um, but we kind of talked a little bit, like, they actually have crazy powers. Like, the power of faith is a little, uh, is an actual thing. And uh, on tabletop, they have what is, what's called, like, Acts of Faith. And, like, it actually gives you, like... At the beginning of the game, however many squads you have, you build up, like, faith points. It's almost like how command points worked. Yeah. It might be a little different. I haven't looked at them in 8th, so I'm speaking... It might not be 100% true for this edition. But, yeah, you build up these command points, essentially these faith points, uh, depending on your army, and you can spend them on different actions. Like, sometimes you can get uh, an extra movement, like, it's the hand of the emperor, like, pushing you forward. Sometimes you can literally, like, get, like, an invulnerable save, like... Like your shield literally, or your armor, your faith. Armor of faith. Yeah. Armor of faith <laughs> literally becomes like a protective thing um, that can protect you from attacks and stuff. Like they they actually have like, while they're not psychics, they have such faith that they can They're affecting, because their... every human soul affects the warp, exactly. right? So, you know, the same ways you fear things and, you know, have sexual deviancies or, you know, or have addiction problems. Like all these things feed into the warp. Yeah. But they're what they're projecting into the warp is this idea of like protection of, and of faith, God, and, Emperor, yeah. and all their prayers are being answered and all this. Yeah. So that belief manifests itself exactly. Or sometimes it doesn't, and they just attribute it to it too. I like to think both are true. In <laughs> yeah. some cases, it's like yeah, psychic Your faith force just wasn't enough, right? Yeah. But like it's the same thing. Or you rally a bunch of guys, and like they feel this like new energy, and it's like oh, it's it's the emperor revitalizing yeah. us. It's is just it? like a guy's really good good at talking, yeah. and you got an adrenaline boost, right? But. Yeah, so it, it could go either way for sure. Yeah. But there are it plenty of examples. It depends on what the outcome is. Like, <laughs> if you lost, you well, weren't no, blessed. <laughs> some, things, some things are way harder to explain than yeah. just, I got an adrenaline rush. Like right. getting hit by a bloodthirster and surviving. It, right. right exactly. That is so, an impossible. No, adrenaline is a crazy drug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something interesting that Celestine has done that I wanted to say is... Oh, sorry. That's okay. Um, we're in this whole area anyway. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> Celestine actually raised two people from the dead through faith, through faith, and necromancy. And then, <laughs> and necromancy. She's a witch. Burn her. Except she'd yeah. come back. <laughs> but the interesting thing is, those two people are now also living saints. Right? Yeah, which is just—it's insane what she's done. Yeah, and she's well past the age that humans, yeah, like yeah. should be living. And yeah, she's gone toe to toe with Abaddon. Yeah, and uh, during the fall of Cadia too. They, they had that whole Blackstone pylons when they were, like, pushing back the warp. Her power actually like, waned wa- weakened and it. waned when the warp was being, like, collapsing in on itself. Like, which which leads means you she's to believe. a demon and consorting with the warp. Yeah, like Burn she, her! She's basically, yeah, like a demon, essentially. Like, it's it's really always, a minor chaos god. Yeah, we always say, like, chaos 
is bad, but it doesn't always have to be bad. The like, four chaos gods mm, are, bad. are bad. The church might say something about that. No, no, but like the warp is. We always the warp is sorry, neutral. The warp is, and it depends how you use it, Magnus the Red. No, no, the warp. Is, well, yes, <laughs> Magnus did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was it was anyway. all Ariman. <laughs> guys, all Ariman. No, no, guys, it was all Erebus. Guys, you believe me, right? <laughs> no, no. Oh, do I hear wolves at the door? <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Celestine definitely at this point has kind, and this is kind of she's transcended. Her totally, humanity. she's not yeah. human anymore. Yeah. She's using some type of warp powers and stuff. Absolutely, though- and enough people believing in her, yeah. kind of giving adoration and worship to her, is or the just emperor bolster- her. bolstering <laughs> her power. Yeah, and right? it's really quite crazy, actually. It's it's our it's our actual creation of a minor chaos god, one you know that doesn't soul suck Eldar's. Yeah. Or demon, but yeah. I mean... Because she could be serving the emperor who's bestowing his of powers course. on her. Yeah. Which yeah. is what they believe is it's the emperor projecting his his power into a person. Yeah. And that's what they actually... Like, this is what the church will believe and yeah. preach. is like, this person has supernatural abilities because it's the emperor himself yes. manifesting through them. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Which could also be true. Yep. That's the yep. thing about 40 kids, like... Is it the emperor? Is hey, it warp- every now and again, the emperor warpery? has to stop banging the farmer's wife and go... <laughs> do something. Go do something and yeah. help out yeah. for a moment. Exactly. So um, another interesting fact about Sisters of Battle is they have only ever acknowledged that one of their members willingly fell to serve chaos. Yes, it's an interesting thing. I I just <sighs> think the key word there is have acknowledged. Yeah, and, and willingly and willingly and willingly. Yeah. Yes. Um, also, for fun. Yeah. She fell to Slattish and became a sex bot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, she didn't. She's one of the champions. <laughs> Uh, well, yes, but... She's one of Slanesh's favorite champions. She fell to Slanesh. <laughs> well, you do a lot of sexy things. Uh, you don't have to. Perfection. I just wanted to dispel that. No, right I now. know, I know. Slanesh doesn't have to be a sex god. He can do drugs, too. <laughs> can be any, any, anything in excess. Yeah, no, like, I know. Like cocaine. <laughs> but, uh... There's no such yeah, thing like, as it, it, enough cocaine. <laughs> it is pretty crazy that uh, only one has been acknowledged to fall to chaos. Like, yeah. the other ones, they must stop. Take it as you will. Yeah. My personal opinion is that it's like the whole, oh, you were never loyal if for whatever reason you become corrupted. Sure. It's like, we never acknowledged your existence. Yeah. Or, or they have a cutoff point where it's like, if they kill them before that, like, yeah. before they summon a demon, then you haven't truly fallen. But right. we, we've caught everyone before they summon right, a exactly, demon. Right, exactly. Even though they had full intent to, to summon, summon a demon. demon, exactly. Yeah. I think I think that's what the key word is. Absolutely, I like to believe they're like renegades. There's just a battle out there. Just same as the renegade space marines, right? Like, sure, been corrupted by demons or an ideology and yeah, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, that one's kind of a touchy. Yeah, touchy, and and the other subject. interesting word is willingly. So yeah. they could have mind control parasites, and that's not willingly, obviously. Right. Or so, you know, we're be, misled by a, a radical. Yeah. belief that led them down the path of chaos yeah. but they didn't know any better at the time yeah. right like, or even you could have a bunch of possessed sisters of battle but that's yeah. not willing right exactly the so. demons went in there and freaking broke them yeah so or you know they, they cut them up and use their blood to sanctify oh, your armor <laughs> <laughs> whatever wait a minute <laughs> yeah um another noticeable notable thing is while they didn't really do this, they did do it. Like, the Adeptus Sororitas didn't do it, but their founder did. They ended the Age of Apostasy, which we talked about. Like, they actually stepped in and did what needed to be done and did what no one else could do. Yeah. No one was going to be able to get past them to yeah. get to Goge Van Dyer. Yeah. So the Praetorian Guard choosing the Emperor. Yeah, so Rome. so now the Custode just had to convince them that they had to do it. The Custode yeah. had to convince them that they had to Custodian. do it. Custodian. <laughs> 
Um, the next one, Sister Stern. Yes. Thrice Born. Okay, cool. Oh. This is a really cool one, actually. Um, so Sister Stern is a Sisters of Battle, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, <laughs> she's in this thing. This massive attack comes. Everyone dies, including her. But for some reason, um, she's in, like, this cage where there's a bunch of, like, souls of her sisters or whatever that, that were being trapped. And there were, like, 700 souls. And they all, like, went into her body and raised her back from the dead. So that's the yeah. first time yeah. she comes back from the Which dead. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I've done it. <laughs> all right, sure. So she goes back to – actually, no, sorry. That's the second time that ah. she came back from the dead. The first time it was a natural birth. <laughs> that's the that's the second can you describe it again. in great detail vaginal <laughs> if you don't know what it is google it <laughs> on it um okay so the second time oh so, god it's hideous <laughs> that's what a labia is <laughs> i had no idea uh the second time was oh another interesting thing between this she's she goes back to the convent they put her in a cell um and she's like about to go crazy because of all like the 700 souls that are in her body and so she's going nuts. And so they put her in a cell while they decide what to do with her. Another sister uh, actually gets possessed by a chaos demon and they go to try and kill her. And she actually kills this possessed sisters of battle with her bare hands. Oof. Which is a pretty badass thing to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then after this, the, the, the uh, Ordos, Ordo Malleus steps in and is like, well, shit, something's going on here. <laughs> so they, they take her and they're trying to figure out what happened with her because yeah. she's ridiculously powerful. Yeah. Um, and so another huge demon attack shows up because she's also being chased by Ariman because he's like, I want a piece of this. I want some of those souls. Exactly. So um, the Inquisitor, everyone dies again. And in fact, she kills herself to stop the Ariman of the Chaos being from like being able to take her. So she like drives like a knife like through her own heart hmm. and kills herself. And so she's dead. They bury her. She's fine. All of a sudden, she rises from the dead again because she's like now fully accepted this power of the the souls that are in her, and now everyone's like, "Holy shit, this is crazy!" Like, can she even die? Yeah. At this point, so now like the Ordomalius is after her. Um, she even defeated a Calexus assassin. So is she like on the run from people? Like when you she say they're after now. her, she is now. Right. Yes. At this point, she's currently in the Black Library. Oh, yeah. Is she? Yep. She went with an Eldar. Um, Farseer took her into the Black Library, and she's currently there. But yes, the Ordomalius has like said, "Hey, we're we're killing her. She needs to die." But yeah. it's a kind of a touchy topic because some of them within the um, uh, Ordo believe that she might actually be like the most powerful thing next to Primarchs because huh. you just can't kill her, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's the thing is like, is she blessed by the Emperor? Or is she cursed by demons? Right. right. We yeah. don't know, so we should kill her to make sure. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But it's such an interesting like she's a Sisters of Battle who just. Just keeps crazy. on fighting on. Yeah. yeah. Any relation to Brother Captain Stern by chance? <laughs> <laughs> I sincerely of the Grey Knights. doubt it. <laughs> Sister, lover, both? <laughs> <laughs> All. All of the above. Um, the next one is Sister Agnes, and uh, they liberated almost a hundred worlds with only a thousand sisters of battle. And it just shows that, like... Their combat prowess. Yeah, yeah, like, that's a lot of worlds. That is a lot of worlds. Yeah. Ah, some of them were moons. <laughs> <laughs> that's no moon. <laughs> it's a battle station. <laughs> it blew up the Death Star. Are you trying to belittle a woman's role in the Imperium? <laughs> no, Jordan, I would never do such a thing. I'm just saying Death Stars are powerful weapons. That's all I'm saying. When used properly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, like, 
there is way more notable deeds and stuff. Oh, but so many. Like, <laughs> so many. A lot so, of their so deeds involve them coming back from the dead, <laughs> which is pretty <laughs> Seems crazy. Seems to be a theme but, in a death cult. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's. I think that's uh, that that will wrap that portion up. Any, yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm good on that one. All right. So oh, browse this Facebook. Final, <laughs> our final uh, thing before we get to our listener questions, uh, our hopes and dreams for the new codex and story. Anyone want to jump in? I'll let you guys go first. I don't think Eric. I have a side. Anything. I have a side rant on this. Oh, I can make some stuff up though. More female representation. In the Sisters <laughs> of Battle? Impossible. <laughs> They're all it's female. Really impossible. <laughs> Uh, well, on that note, my hope for them is male sisters of battle. <laughs> <laughs> Diversity. Diversity. Brothers of battle. You can't have just one organization that's made up of solely one gender. That would make me mad. Irrationally mad. Yeah. Make me want to make a blog post almost. <laughs> Send an angrily worded letter to Games Workshop. I'm start a I, campaign. Hey, I'm okay with it as long as they have female penises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Well, so joking aside... Uh, <laughs> I hope they don't do male sisters yeah, of battle. Yeah, no, that would that be, would, that that would be would retarded. Ruin. Totally ruin everything that the sisters of battle is. Just yeah. in case no one caught on to the sarcasm, <laughs> that was just seeping out of your headphones right now, <laughs> oozing, oozing. But honestly, my my hopes for them is I hope that they stay a lot as a, a lot of the, the theme. theme. Yeah, like I know that they kind of have a lot of tropes that were cool in the eighties, like the sister repenta and they're like these scantily clad women running around. I hope they keep that. Like to me, we talked about it. Like there's yeah. a reason why they do that. I hope they don't just cave to like, Oh, we social can't have, pressure. Yeah. yeah. We can't have, we can't have women viewed sexually, you know, like not that I view them sexually, but some people you don't view do. any, anybody sexually. No, only my hand. It knows me. Jill. It loves me. <laughs> and I love it. And I love it. It. <laughs> but another thing that I, I hope for, too, is just uh, this has pretty much already been confirmed, but boob plate on their armor. I love boob plate. I'm going to be honest. I love it. Like 40K, it's all style. Like, I know, boot plate it's is not, not practical. It's not practical. It's not I understand. historically accurate. I understand. You know what else isn't practical? Fucking running around with chainswords. Wearing bright yellow armor. <laughs> the Imperium is not a practical place. What it is, is a stylized place. Yeah. It's all and, about style, yo. Yeah. The Imperium, and, we don't care. <laughs> we look good doing it. <laughs> and uh, it's just, I know there's already been a bunch of Sisters of Battle teaser models, and they have the boot plate, and I'm... I'm I'm happy about that. Like, it's just that style. Okay. The only on the reason, same... The only reason ahead. I wouldn't want the boob plate yeah. is so it becomes a single, like, piece Band. of armor around it, and then you just put a single massive image there. I like. I love like, the Aquila. Yeah. Like they do with uh, the Stormcast Eternal females, where right. it's like a solid one boob. Yes. I just... I love the, like, a massive symbol on there that represents who they are. As opposed to two. As opposed to two that cut perfectly these massive double Ds, which is just an unrealistic. Yeah. But again, it's not about the realism. It's about how crazy it looks. Yeah. And it does look crazy. And yes, GW does a good job doing it. But I just, I prefer this one massive image. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Basically, I just hope that they keep a lot of the same themes, even though a lot of them can kind of be a little outdated if like to some people. To me, I think it's, it's so cool looking. Just to take off on that thing I hope they don't do, which I personally despise, yeah, 
It's freaking high heels. <laughs> I yeah. It, that's like there's not even like a. I might style. be a bit too far on the stylized. Yeah, yeah. like it, honestly, like even like in like superheroes, whenever oh, I see I know. Yeah. like when when freaking uh, Black Widow, Black Widow's running around yeah. high heels. I'm like, or 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 did you ever watch the first Jurassic World? Yes, actually, uh, did you know that was the actress who wanted to run in high heels? What uh, the hell's wrong with her? She, she wanted to do <laughs> that it. Was that was her. That was her That's choice. So yeah, retarded. I know. You would never run away from a T Rex. You I couldn't was. run away from a T Rex on foot. I know. Anyways, <laughs> let alone with high heels. Yeah. So, so that pissed me off. Have you seen anyway. any of the new sisters models? I've only seen the headshots. Okay, they released seen. one. I think on Friday they did one. Okay, and there there is no high heels. So you will be happy to see yeah, that. that. Um, there's not. As far as I could tell, there isn't even like a slight raise. Yeah, like I know Inquisitor Greyfax has straight She's got up. like freaking that stilettos. that yeah. drives me crazy. But like, like in her case, I'll give it a pass because she's, she's not exclusively a combat person. Yeah. There are times she's like in really high ranking. Yeah, like functions. she would wear that same armor at trial. Exactly, and at a meeting and everything. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Eric's showing me a picture right now. Yeah, like nice. it's, it's it's so cool, and I really yeah. like what they've done with the model. And I just hope, yeah, they they keep yeah. a lot of these same. It looks like, I like how thick she looks. Yeah, like she looks like. She She's been training her C's. whole life. Yeah, like, like she looks like she's been training whole life to beat the shit out of people. Yeah, she yeah. doesn't have that the curves of the old. Right, models. same thing, like, same argument like Black Widow, right? Like, yeah, you see real UFC women fighters, and they're like, they look like they're tough. Oh, yeah. they look like they would beat the shit An out of me. An actress who yeah. is, you know, eats kale all day and doesn't work out. I'm like, yeah, you're skinny, but you're not look like you could pick a fight with me. <laughs> all she does is elliptical or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, That's like her gym that. time. She doesn't lift Stairs, weights guys. or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, is healthy for women and I encourage it. <laughs> Anyways. The other thing I hope for the Codex is I I just, I like the faith points. I hope they expand on that further and they don't do away with it because of command points. I assume they're going to do away with it because of command points and like, they'll just make is, those their strategies. Because it's so similar. Yeah. But like, I hope they do something still with some type of faith-oriented... I, I could see them keeping them, though, specifically because most people probably wouldn't run just Sisters of Battle. So you would, you would use their stratagems on other things, and you would keep your acts of faith for your Sisters of Battle army, yeah. which would be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I would I was, like to see a clearer um, hierarchy laid out in terms of, like, the canonesses. Yeah, like, when we, when we talk Space Marines, we literally have, like... The first company of the Ultramarines. You know like, exactly what's in it, yeah, who's yeah. in it. I would like to see out. a little clearer picture of that, just yeah. because when I make my sisters a battle army, I uh, want there we to go. Be correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Um, for myself, I hate to bring it back around to the boot plate thing. No, go for it. I did. We did a podcast way back when, and we talked about boot plate for a second. I was going to make a point, and I didn't make it, and it's bu- bugged me ever since. So I'm going to make it now. All, All right, Jordan. This is the end of the podcast. <laughs> The, uh, yeah, I call it Conan syndrome, where people will look at Sisters of Battle and make complaints about the boot plate. Yeah, but like you got the same standard for men. So like I call it Conan syndrome because you have a character Red Sonia who literally this is where the stereotype of the metal bikini comes from. She yeah. literally is wearing a chainmail bikini. Yeah, but Conan is running around like naked half the time in a, in yeah. a loincloth and like fighting people, and nobody cares. Yeah. No one makes complaints about him being sexualized, even though he has. You know, a body. Well, clearly, you don't know that rules work differently for men and women. Right, absolutely. His muscles are as hard as iron, yes. <laughs> but yeah, like he has this, you know, un- untainable body and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's such a total double standard. It's not unattainable. Right? Someone attained it. Arnold. <laughs> Mr. Schwarzenegger himself. <laughs> right. With lots of drugs. But, anyways, that's no, I... that's kind of like my thing. Like, yeah. it's a total 
it's such a, a nitpicking double thing standard. and double standard. It yeah. does it deviates completely from 40k, which is not you know you're gonna come at me with like oh it's not practical. Yeah, nothing. Not. In 40K. Nothing in 40k is practical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look at their spaceships. They have cathedrals on their spaceships. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They literally have organs on their tanks. Plus, I like yeah. the historical themes like tied with them, like the whole like they are nuns yeah. with guns. Like yeah. that is their theme. They should not deviate from what they are yeah. meant to be. The same way freaking space marines are monks with guns. They're yeah. Knights, oh, knights in space, right? But yeah, no, they exactly. take from the real history and then they just project it into the future. Yeah. So, so I hope that they don't change anything too drastically. I don't think they will. No, like if those images are anything to go off that Eric just showed me, like they look like they're pretty well in line with what oh, they're yeah. going with. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, you'll never fully get rid of every like terrible thing yeah. about it, but yeah. it looks way more better than the other ones they used to have uh they're just yeah. so old yeah it, well but, exactly yeah. they, they were doing an update and i'm yeah. not i'm not disappointed with the update yeah yeah um uh, you got anything yeah, just in rules terms i agree with you acts of faith and everything as well yeah. i just wanted to throw that out there and i had one more point maybe more unit variety i don't just want space marine clones well so i was about to say that so with primaris i think eric you made this point with primaris um now a thing we're not likely going to continue to see tactical marines and devastators and right. all that like we all know eventually we don't know when but eventually it's going to go away and it's all going to become primaries right so then the sisters of battle being like they're essentially tactical assault. now they can fill that role exactly that the marines are leaving yeah in like the, if you want in the play, gameplay meta if you wanted to yeah. play a classical space tactical army, squad this with, is how you do it. right exactly you got your 10 men you got your heavy your yeah, yeah. so hopefully you see like a lot of variety within like their sister superiors and how they can start right how them. they can deck out yeah. exactly yeah. more like sergeants and stuff like yeah. that yeah that that was my thing. another, yeah. another no, thing? I, I hear you and if space marines didn't get that change i would agree for sure what's yeah. what? I, I don't like the new primary direction i wish space marines kept that and they did something new with sisters but we got to work with what we got yeah what do you what's your thought on sisters of battle psychers mm, it hurts maybe i don't know i'm not entirely certain oh, where i oh, land actually, on actually yeah, i remembered what i was gonna say too but we'll we'll duke this no up. i I'm, i feel like yeah. it falls under witch category i feel like there'd yeah. be a lot like black templars in that regard where like they're not going to consort with witches if they can help it yeah they're not going to willfully if they find a witch amongst themselves they're probably going to purge her or send her into a black ship and like okay you can do your duty as a sacrifice to the emperor that's yeah. my personal opinion just based on their radicalism and like burn the witch kind of mentality yeah i don't see them working well alongside them oh but no i was this is a different okay going to a different one i got I got another one after you got yours. Okay. Oh, so I wasn't done on the. Hear psychers. me out. Hear me oh, out. Oh, oh, uh, no, oh, okay. psychers. Go, go, go. Yeah, I wasn't done. On okay, okay. Oh, keep I, going. I, I agree. Like, I, I, I think that they would should view them the same way Templars view them. Okay. Like it, I don't think they should exist. So, acts of faith. Yeah. Hear me out. <laughs> what if you got rid of acts of faith and instead you had a character or like an elite whose like sole ability was to be the manifestation of these acts of faith? Saints. That'd be fine. So and think like, of like saints, think of like a saints, satan. But they're saints. Already. I know what you're saying. Yeah, saints and already I, a saint, exist. Like a but like a living saint. Right, but you just call it something religious and you don't call them psychers. And you right, get, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, and but I would it's be the okay same with thing. that. And but it's not heresy. But I didn't yeah. see that stuff in the... Right, we so you want to include codex. that. Yeah, you want yeah. to include that. Yeah. I could get behind that. Gotcha. that, yeah. that right. would be if you, a, where it's not actually a psyker, it... If you reskin it, it can be blocked. It's in the psychic phase. It can be blocked by psychic things, of but course. it's not called a psyker. Right. Yes, it's like a. Their, it would just be like a generic living saint. Saint unit. I think that would be interesting. Even if it was like you could upgrade one person in a squad to, to be that to be that and then that yeah. squad now has access to faith points or faith abilities abilities or acts whatever of faith or, yeah yeah that, like, um, i think that would be interesting yeah for sure yeah okay i can get behind that as as that yeah that's all i'm going um 
Did you got anything else? Yeah, no? I got one, man. Okay, I'll do mine. So the only other thing that I personally would like to see, um, and this kind of goes across three armies and the armies that we've been talking about for the last two months, um, Grey Knights, Death Watch, and the Sisters of Battle. I, I wish they lumped... Either one of two things, I hope. Either they release an Inquisition Codex that has all three Inquisitor types, um, but to me, it's it's not a big enough codex. Like, sure, then you have henchmen, but it's not a big enough codex. Stormtroopers. Sure. Sure. They could. It would be a highly like, specialized they, They've codex. done it before, and I'm yeah. not the biggest fan. To I know. Me, I, you know what? I'm not either. Yeah. I don't like that. To me, I liked it better when Witch Hunters was its codex. It wasn't a Sisters of Battle. It yeah, was, was a Witch Hunters Hereticus codex. codex that had Sisters of Battle in it. Yeah. Right. And that I, I would like. seems the more practical way. Yeah. And I, like for Grey Knights, I wish it wasn't a Grey Knights codex. I wish it was an Ordo Malleus codex. Yeah. But, uh, but that's, that, so, that's tough because, because there's so much in the Grey Knights. But, but why you, can't that be in. Same with the yeah. Sisters of Battle. Why can't that be in the other codex? Yeah. It's just a way to make money by splitting it into smaller chunks. Yeah. But if you actually give like a good, beefy book with yeah. everything in it, it, it would be still a be okay. But yeah, like, hey, I have no problem problem with that right. and I you could run an all gray knight or all sister battle army within the book yeah. but you also have other options too where you can recombine well, and, yeah yeah exactly and it, i think it suits the best is order xenos because then you don't have an all kill team army yeah of like you know it kind of it's yeah, not really how order xenos and, yeah, yeah it's not really their yeah modus operandi right yeah and that's not their direction they're gonna go i just wish that was something. yeah that's so true. i'm not gonna get it but i'm gonna say that i want it i agree all right for what's mine? your last one Sisters of Battle. (laughs) More of them, more than two on each model. Sisters of Battle Terminators. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. I don't don't see why they couldn't exist. I would only say just because they don't have black carapace. But but Terminator armor was developed I guess, as not even as a space marine thing. Yeah, it and there are there are inquisitors that wear it. Terminator armor, exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm not opposed or to Or even if you just gave them like artificer armor, you had a squad of these elites. It's a little different. Right. Though, right. Like, I'm not looking for just more ornate armor. I'm looking uh, for actual Terminator okay, no, armor. Now now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, There's no reason they can't. Yeah. That would be sweet. Just imagine the way their armor would look. Like Yeah, it'd just be more ornate Terminator armor. I think that'd yeah. be sweet. That's such an like an awesome unit. Idea and now that uh, Primaris Marines again, to like yeah. teleport in, and, yeah, and get yeah. again getting away from the Primaris Marines, like yeah, they don't have Terminators like they used to. They're now this a- Aegis suit or what do they call it? This is an a- no, their newest, yeah, the ones the captains and like the aggressors, oh, Gra- Gravis, Gravis armor, yeah, doesn't look anything like Terminator armor. It's like its own new hybrid thing, yeah. So that totally opens up the the box for Terminators. That would be very right? cool. I wonder if there's any third party. Terminator. Mm, there is in this very six millimeter scale that I was looking at. That's what actually triggered six millimeters. Yeah, that's tiny. Absolutely tiny. It's like Warmaster. I know. I love it. Hmm. Interesting. They don't make yeah. any space friends, but they make Sisters of Battle, and they have like sister Terminators. Yeah. No, that would be very cool. Yeah, I believe sure. there's a comic book with. I don't know if she's an Inquisitor or a Sister of Battle who's wearing Terminator armor too. It causes huge like uproar when it oh, happened. Nice. Yeah. Just imagine though a squad of Sisters of Battle Terminators with flamers in one hand and I don't know maybe chain swords in the other is pretty 40k. Or yeah. chain fists. Yeah, I think chain they, they fists, shouldn't just yeah. be Terminators but Sisters. They should be different and unique but wearing Terminator armor. Yeah, like yeah. their weapon loadout should be unique to them. Yeah, exactly. And make them Yeah, they're not going to wear They have thunder ex- hammers. launchers on their back, the pipe yes. launchers. Yes, you know, like, something like that. Why not? Yeah, yeah that absolutely. is a huge It would almost even be cool to to place a Space Marine army like using space marine rules using sisters of battle they're like, not exactly the same they're though. not and no. they're there are even could, on the rules aspect they're not exactly uh, yeah. the same and in lore they're not exactly oh the same. no absolutely they're not it, it's not Eric, the best matchup don't you back but, out but then if like if somebody really did Mark want to use knows. terminate armor you could 
or Primaris Marines. Or, or if you want to use a Predator, like I, I'm. More mm. I say now, the you're, more... you're going into Predator. <laughs> you're going into well, heresy. It would line. be interesting to think like um now that like the space marines no longer have like the monopoly on all the land raiders and all like the predators and the vindicators and all that stuff yeah now the church feels like ah like this will be yeah, our like, territory land raiders now. are now coming in like exactly yeah. like now we have the authority to do this and yeah so they start producing like all these redeemers and like crusaders yeah all those different variants and they give yeah. them to the sisters yeah it would be cool they become sure. like the space marine army yeah but and then advance primaries to their own yeah, yeah exactly because exactly. they are right yeah. So. yeah but interesting yeah no that's cool i like the terminator idea for sure yeah shut your mouth all right <laughs> uh so that's right. that listener questions yes let's jump into it we've got a couple uh the first comes to us from eric he says training and recruitment for sororitas we covered it yep uh battle doctrine I'm not entirely certain what he's going for but I'm maybe assuming... just like battle tactics like how do they approach situations yeah. the emperor obviously is number Fine. one and, <laughs> and if, then the church will tell us what the emperor is saying exactly and then, and then we'll burn everything anyway <laughs> <laughs> no i think the battle doctrine is they they all hop in rhinos they drive as close as they can and they just fucking unleash all hell yeah i, I like to think that they're, they're like shock troops really yeah. right yeah. they're heavily armored and they're like breaching things like yeah. you know places where the armor suits their combat style yeah but because of their uh like of flame technology they've got to get close enough to use it right yeah they're like they're like no a point mid have, range yeah. yeah there's no point for them to just sit at the backfield and no because they not shoot their heavy flamers well, all they day. would be dishonored by doing that anyway, <laughs> yeah, right? so. like they believe that they got to get up close and personal yeah. and help you like you absolve gotta, your sins and then yeah. on you top gotta of make it, sure that which is dead yeah. you got the mentality aspect of like they're fanatics at the end of the day they're just fanatical even if they don't have the the physical combat prowess mentally they're there they want to yeah. fight they're, they want to get into it so it's yeah. like of course because they got the weapons and armor hell yeah they're gonna get in yeah 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 like they're mm. fanatics yeah <laughs> <laughs> um he also asks what's their reach within other imperial organizations such as the guard navy astropath etc like i wonder if he means like can he can the sister battle like uh order people around yeah and stuff? i think they're just too too distinct yeah like an imperial guard commander is not going to tell a sister battle what to do but a sister battle is also not going to tell an imperial guard what to do yeah they're like they're, they're not even militant like the sister yeah. of the battle aren't they're not in a middle, middle they're in the middle, ecclesiarchy yeah they're not in a military hierarchy they're in yeah. a church hierarchy yeah so it's completely separate it's like a soldier yeah. telling a nun what to do it's yeah. like okay because a soldier has a gun i might do what he's telling <laughs> yeah. but, but if my gun is bigger and i have right. better training than you then yeah. i don't Back have to do what he's yeah. right soldier, so I don't soldier think, sam yeah like, but the thing is it's not necessarily equivalent to space marines who are completely independent yeah but are still a military structure yeah. and can even order guardsmen who are beneath them because they see them as more like there's a medieval hierarchy going on where it's like a lord and then like a peasant yeah with the sisters, it's like you have a church and a state troop, right? No, yeah. they're different, completely different organizations. I think yeah. they have much; they're much more dissociated than the other parts. Yeah, of the so area. they might work alongside each other. Their commanders might talk to each other and be like, "Hey, well, let's work together on this attack." But it's not yeah. like, yeah, a, a guardsman sergeant's like, "Hey, you sister, go do that," or yeah. a sister's no, like, absolutely. "Hey, guardsman, go do that." Yeah, right. Agreed. Yeah. If it there's any communication, definitely yeah, on the commander level. Yeah, exactly. And then it goes goes up and then goes down the chain yeah. of command, right? And hell, there might be a you know a sister who's like, okay, you do whatever these guardsmen say. They've been here long enough. They know their tactics. Yeah, they know for the, the tackle yeah. and vice versa. Right, everything. the sisters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know everything yeah. the sister says, you do it. Your yeah. my troops are under your command now. Go for yeah. it. Right. All right. Jonas asks, or they'll kill each other. <laughs> if that's the order, that's good. Like, do you want to keep talking about this? Movie? No, no, that's all. All right. 
Jonas asked, and also hold on. <laughs> Does the sororitas feel shame over their history? I mean that they express in some kind of way, considering they were duped by a madman and used by him for doing heinous things. Never considering they were wrong to follow him with such confidence, until you know the leader found out the truth and chopped the guy's head off. No, I don't think so. No, I think no. they're over it. They've yeah. they've already <laughs> purged them by killing him and ending it. Yeah, so. like with the whole repentant repenta sisters, like. They have what they did. They know it was wrong. They redeem themselves. They're they're over it. You they resolve never it. Look... You come back. Exactly. Yeah. Or think... else all of them would be this sister repentia. Yeah. It's also a dangerous thing in the Imperium to admit guilt. <laughs> <laughs> it is for real. Yeah. No, so if they themselves call themselves like, oh, we were heretics in this act. Yeah. Or it's like the Dark Angels, why they're always trying to keep it down, like downplayed, right? It's like yeah. if we openly admit that we did something wrong, then everyone, the whole might of the Imperium is going to come down on us. Yeah. And we don't want that, right? So. I went on this mad rant when me and Eric were doing our notes and we've seen this message about you don't have to feel bad for what your ancestors did. <laughs> if your ancestors were black slave owners, that's not your fault. Like, I Did you this, own any people? No. no exactly. <laughs> I went on that whole fucking rant. But then Eric's like, hold on. Like in 40K, it's a very reasonable question because there's like Death Corpse of Krieg where thousands of years ago yeah. something happened and they're still trying to redeem themselves for it. I'm like, that's a good point, yeah. Eric. Like, it is a theme in 40K. Yeah. It, it is a... And I actually well, it's really even like, a religious... I really like the theme, even yeah. like... Yeah. I, you talked me off the edge is what I'm saying. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> that was a close one. That was a close one. <laughs> it's, uh, it comes from like real religious themes, right? Where like the sins of the father get passed down, right? Like that sure. in real life churches and sure. like... Particularly in old style, like where this comes from, like medieval ages, like there's a lot of like ancestors involvement, right? Like my great, that's how blood feuds start. Yeah. My ancestor killed your ancestor and we're still fighting today over it. Yeah. It just comes from the, the, the source material. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. From. But yeah, don't feel bad for what your ancestors did. You didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Unless you did do it, then you should feel real bad. Then you bad. should feel real bad. For <laughs> and Vin- stop doing it probably. <laughs> Vincent asks. And become a sister repentia. <laughs> is dreaming about being punished by a sister of battle <laughs> considered heretical by the Holy Inquisition? So it's comments like these that I hope uh, continue to happen. <laughs> First of all. Like, because I know it's a joke. Like, he's not obviously wanting to get whipped by the, Maybe he is. I don't <laughs> People know. People are that's, into some weird That's not stuff. my business. But, like, I, I, I just, it goes back to the hope for the new codex. I hope they keep these strong themes, like, where we can make jokes like this. And, yeah. Um, is you should cons- not feel bad. No. You should feel pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Actually, that, this brings up a real question. Sure. So, like, how we talked about the whole space marine penis. I know it's kind of kidding, <laughs> but it's also kind of real because it's yeah. like, do they or don't they? Yeah. Do they castrate them? There were, like, military forces that would castrate people or not or whatever. Sure. Are sisters actually, like, nuns where they actually have, like, uh, they practice chastity? Or is there no actual need for chastity? And, like, could there be pregnant sisters or, like, sisters that give I, birth to more kids and then like re-indoctrinate the, the women and like send the boys to the progenium. Oh, okay. or, That's a right? good question. It's, it's, a, it's so totally it's a legit. Question. My thought is as long as it would not hinder with their duties. Right. So probably military ones are right. not. I do not foresee them um, giving birth just because it would put you out of duty for right. your minimum nine, nine months. months. Yeah. Plus right? healing time. But even so, like if, if, the relationship that you have with another human interferes with your ordos um, famulus duties, yeah. I would see it not being allowed. 
Right. So maybe I mean, oh, fuck. I, there's not enough for me to say yes. It's no, never explicitly but it's, stated. It's, yeah. I would say that they most likely chastity. the chances are good. No, that's my thought. Yeah, if I was to lean one way, I'd say no, just because it's so strongly based. based the, Wow, based on Catholic nuns who can't. Right, that's what I was going to say. It's so, like just from the moral, the, from the historical. Which Games Workshop loves to do. Right. So it, it makes sense that they would yeah. just like take it wholesale and like yeah. they do practice chastity as like yeah. a religious thing or because they're so devoted to their duty that it is, it's not direct heresy, but it's the kind they're of career, like. Career women. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, even career women can freeze their eggs, Mark. <laughs> no. These guys, these guys have eggs? Guys. <laughs> Um, what was girls? his original question even? Is, is it her? Oh, but no, it's not bad. He also had a follow up, and if it is heretical, what would be the punishment for such a crime? <laughs> and more important, would the punishment be inflicted by a sister of battle herself? More whipping. <laughs> so he Perhaps. wants to turn his dream <laughs> into reality, reality <laughs> as a punishment. Vince no, sneaky bastard will burn you at the stake. <laughs> Sorry, bud, you're turning into an arcoflagellum. <laughs> you can whip Ooh. yourself. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey asks. What weaponry and equipment do the Ordo Hereticus have that sets them apart from the other two? Crossbows. Yeah, (laughs) crossbows. Power stakes. (laughs) Power pitchforks. We definitely talked about this. Um, Elliot asks, how how would a group of sisters react to commands of a living saint or just a higher-ranking member from a different monastery, order of sisters, or convent, let's say? I did not follow that question. All right, at so all. someone who's a, a higher rank than you, yeah, but from a different order, right? But still within the order's militant, mm-hmm. or within a completely different convent. That's a good question. Like, because they're not like space marine chapters that are completely distinct, right? Yeah. Like a space marine chapter from another no, chapter is independent, from and you, you can never join that chapter. Right. Whereas these ones, you can actually go from order to order, right? And they're the rank structure is maintained, and it's the same. It's like no matter what order, you're right? In. It's like in the military, like a colonel from another regiment can still tell you what to do because he's still a colonel. But, like I said, Space Marines are distinct units, but Sisters of Battle seem to operate in that military structure yeah. where all sisters of a certain rank are that rank. I think um, a higher, like a structure, a command structure would be set. Yeah. Once well, these things, these people meet. Yeah. So when we talked about, like, the hierarchy, um, we talked about, like, there's canonesses, there's uh, Sister Superior, and there's Sisters. And those go throughout all the organizations. Those aren't just, like, Auto militant, so right. yeah, like a sister That's superior. Yeah. yeah, exactly. A sister. It's superior. always a sister superior, regardless of who they're talking to. Exactly. So I would I would say that. Yeah, and then if two um, sisters superior from two separate orders or convents meet up, they just would determine. Yeah, maybe they would try charge. to. Yeah, that or find somebody higher up. Yeah. The the only clause on this would would be maybe the auto militant, maybe like it if can, a, a uh, order of the broken flower heart tells an order of the blessed eyeball are they both <laughs> orders militant yeah okay I, I think then you still got to maintain that military structure yeah structure. as long as she's a sister superior like and it might also depend on what area you're operating in right yeah. uh i suppose you have a head surgeon type sister who's a sister superior yeah you're like in a hospital type setting she's yeah. telling you guys what to do she's like i need you to help me bandage this right yeah. and you're a mil- sister's military or, oh, yeah. or I, if that's, I think if you that, still listen. If that medical sister is in a combat situation, it's the other way around. Or they're like, no, yeah. get down, go over there, deal with this guy. Yeah. We're moving forward. Exactly. Right? Whatever the the, the special the specialty, right? You're at yeah. like a meeting of uh, 
the sisters who deal with like high ranking like yeah. diplomats or whatever. Dialogus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's gonna take the lead and be like, Okay, you guys just stand bodyguard. If this happens, then engage. Yeah. If not, you're you're following yeah. my orders. Exactly. And then if shit hits the fan, okay, the sisters who are the combat ones are gonna take over. That's and, a like, good explanation. We're in charge. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all speculation. Yes. But it makes sense. Yeah. Just from a practical perspective, which the Imperium is rarely a <laughs> practical place. This is a good question from John. Do the Sororitas have a similar independence from the Ordo Hereticus as Space Marines? Have have they ever passed judgment on an Inquisitor? And I would also like to know if any of the Sororitas orders allow their sisters to leave active duty and live out more ordinary lives, or is it an automatic, lifelong commitment? Okay, so do the Sororitas have simil- similar independence from the Ordo Hereticus? Yeah, they have independence, for yes. sure. Yeah. yeah, But once again, when an Inquisitor calls upon you, Chances are good you're, you're going to answer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't, you well, better have a reason or you're yeah. – Yeah. And a lot of the time their objectives are going to be aligned. <clears throat> yeah. Right? Yeah. It's going to be like, go hunt this demon. No. Well, why? Because we don't want to. Like that's – Exactly. You know, sisters like, there's a demon about. Well, he gets my hunting rifle. <laughs> have yeah. Sororitas ever passed judgment on an Inquisitor? I don't no. believe they have the right. Only to inquisitors do that. can pass judgment. Maybe they'll listen to another inquisitor that says that inquisitors they yes, are. But they are not the ones that get to make that decision. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, you can't have an all-powerful organization that people can just say no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, are they allowed to leave? That's another good question. In in real life, can nuns leave? Yep. Honorably. Yep. Okay. Then I would say yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'm the, not Catholic. I don't think the Imperium <laughs> would allow you to do that after putting all that time and effort into yeah, you. Yeah, it's almost like they own you. I think. Yeah, because well, you're from the school of Progena. Yeah, yeah, they own you already. Yeah, regardless um, of what branch you go into. Like, but like, what can a commissar leave? Again, yeah, can retire. Can they? Yeah. Yeah. But do they retire? Or do they just go teach other commissars? Well, is that retirement? Well, that's the thing. So, like, what does retirement I don't look think, like? Yeah, is the retirement going to a backwater paradise world and spending out the rest of your day? Can they live no. an ordinary life? An ordinary They can't, life. like, biologically they could, provided they didn't get irradiated to shit based on the combat <laughs> they were in, but... Could they just leave and go to a back world where there's no Imperial presence and just be a farmer? Theoretically they could, again, physically, but I is think they're it allowed? Too fanatical. I, I definitely agree with you. Can they? Sure, I would maybe, allow right, that. But maybe, what maybe, if they feel that the Emperor's... Would they? No. Okay, okay, but what if the Emperor's, like, I feel like the Emperor's told me to hang up my battle robe and you know go live a peaceful life here and preach as a, a local to the people well that right? would be a different order right but not so as still... but not as a sister what if she mm. feels called to not be a sister anymore right i just I don't, don't know why would they would as not feeling called to be yeah. a sister and, and chances are good like if they did leave they would probably end up just joining the the ecclesiarchy in some degree. <laughs> or the imperial guard <laughs> train well, up my power armor give me a last gun <laughs> <laughs> but i don't think it would happen could it happen I wouldn't be opposed to it. I wouldn't be surprised if it has happened somewhere, but I do not think it's a commonplace activity. Right. If it does happen, it's super rare. Yeah. And And the church probably doesn't know about it. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's just all our sisters just let her slip away into the night. If if real life nuns can do it, I'm going to say sisters can. I'm going to go ahead and say I don't know if that's for certain. I was talking faster than I was thinking. (laughs) Okay. Um, JS asks... Given that the Ordo Hereticus lies... Pretty sure they can. I'm just thinking about it because they make vows. So technically you're breaking your vows if you... 
if, if that's the case, then no, they cannot leave. I'm gonna right. just say whatever. The it's like it's like getting married. It's like you made a vow. It's not like you yeah. can divorce, right? But you're still breaking vows, right? He said leaving in good. You can get kicked out of a convent. Oh, because that's the thing. Yeah, the on good terms, right? Yeah. Why are you looking that up, Mark? <laughs> looking for nun wife. <laughs> Hot. Hot. It must be buxom. In my area. <laughs> Why oh. are they all Russian? <laughs> uh, JS, JS asks, given that the Ordo Hereticus lies, numerically speaking, just behind the astromilitarium in size, what do you think the effect would be across their ranks if the emperor was to rise from the throne? Would they continue to worship him as they do now, or would it send the Adeptus Adeptus Sororitas against the new emperor? What? The whole Read that again? Yeah, did we miss a word in there or something? Okay. Given that the Ordo Hereticus is just behind them at Astromilitarum in number, what do you think the effect would be across their ranks if the Emperor was to rise from the throne? So I think the thing is He's trying to stage a civil war. This guy's a well, heretic. <laughs> no, it's the church worships him as a god. Right. When the emperor comes off the throne, he's an even better god. But yeah, he I, I sets his imperial truth as oh, there I'm are no not gods. A god. Right. Does he though? I, you assume that he follows the same as he did before. He Does might. He pull, he let's might, assume that he might pull a Gullum in and be like, "Okay, I don't want to destabilize my own empire." Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Let's assume but for the moment. Supreme. Yeah, I like to think that he would just get up and be like, "You guys are idiots. Stop yes. it." Yeah. So, so in that scenario. What do all these people do who have the devoted their entire being? Civil war. A massive... No, I don't see a civil war happening. Are you kidding me? I don't. You're gonna have... Why would you rebel against the one that you're worshipping? Because... He's no, he's you trying... are a god! Be... We're gonna kill you because now! I'm gonna go ahead and point to, to a whole pre-mark <laughs> who uh, did exactly that and triggered a little thing we like to call because the horse heresy. he's hair, trying so. to kill you. Maybe you don't, didn't want to kill him. Right. So you like think the these billions of people are just oh, going to lay down but, their lives? But would they still worship the emperor? No. Maybe. How would... How Lorgar could you... still tried to. But he didn't, he did, though. really. He did He try. did for a little bit, After and then Monarchia. he was seriously reprimanded, and then and he did he, he still, in the back of his mind, dude, read the book. If you read a book, maybe you'll I know. I have read, listen to First Heretic. Clifford. The big right. red dog. <laughs> no, so he did yeah. for a little bit. I think bit, it's going to be civil war. You're going to have those are, are going to be like, oh, yeah, my god just didn't become a god anymore. Sure. And you're going to have those who want to maintain power, like the church. You'll have them be like, okay, we got to explain this away, but we're still going to fight because we're going to hang on to the little sliver of power that we have. And then you're going to have those who were like, my god was lying to me this whole time. He's not a god, and he's not worth following at all. Let's kill him. I think it would. Right. You're gonna have all three groups of people. Sure. Oh, they're sure, just they're yeah. just it's just infighting, man. You can't sure. you can't determine a whole organization's stance on something. Yeah, I just don't see them still worshiping the emperor. You there might were already have, people who did it. You might even he, have cults in there that are going to still be worshiping the emperor. They were they were they were already doing it while he was alive, and he was saying, "I'm not a god." Yeah. So now that they've had ten thousand whole years church of started underground. With Lorgar's book, I think it's while be... the emperor was saying, "I'm not a god." Yeah, but the emperor wasn't actively killing them. Well, you know, <laughs> that's a good civil point. war. Civil war. I do think it would break war. the imperium. No, yeah. it wouldn't be a good thing. 
It, bringing the emperor back in general would not be a good thing. Not good for the setting. Not, not good. good. For are you kidding? I would way. love to have that guy back. He's a cool drinking no. buddy. No, him and any <laughs> premarks should stay where they are, and the ones that are now in the front should go back to the back. Vulcan, <laughs> Vulcan, he's coming back. All right. <laughs> uh, the another part of his question. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, would it send the Adeptus Sororitas against the new emperor? Yeah, that's a tough. I'm gonna one. go ahead. It's gonna be person by person. Yeah. it's literally gonna tear itself apart like a civil like war. Like it did. The last sign, 50% will stay with him, 50% right. will fall away. So we're going to think, oh, we've been lied to forever, burn him, or it's going to be like... How dare he try and yeah. kill us for uh, elevating him. Yeah, right? or so. those who are like, okay, I'm just going to do what he says because he's the emperor, yeah. and that's what I've been indoctrinated to do. All right, so he also has, also, through pious and eternally worshipping the imperial religion, do you think it's possible for orders to set themselves against each other? Is there lore to back that up? Is there... Do Ordos fight each other? Ordos. Yes. I'm going to say, because wars of faith, this is what happens, where people diverge, and then the ecclesiarchy will do a war of faith to uh, yeah, of bring him back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you're, and every, the imperial religion is different on every planet, right? Because it goes to yeah. that area. So then if you find a planet that's just been slowly diverging and diverging over yeah. the course of time, there's still technically an order. And it might end yeah. up being peaceful. It's like, hey, we're here to change what you believe. And then they might be like, okay, you're right. We were divergent. Or it'll be like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. So we're shooting and then you and gunfire. Yeah, 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 absolutely. They would fight against yeah. each other if it needs to be. Space Marines fight against each other. Yeah, but usually what he's getting at is you have to kind of explain it, right? Like the same way you can have two chapters lined up against each other. you, you got to have a reason for it. It's not like it's going to be like, oh, we're just different. Yeah, yeah. It's yes, got to be like for a good reason. We're yeah. still all part of the Imperium. Right. Yeah. you got to narratively set it up. Right? Yes. Um, and Jacob, our very last question, asks, what's the difference between Sisters of Silence and Sisters of Battle? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they are very different. They have nothing to do with each other but name. <laughs> Sister. <laughs> the Sisters of Silence are the Emperor's left hand. Yeah. I think that's how they're described. Yeah, yeah and they're all psychic blanks. Yeah, yeah. so they are like... I, and, and they were not, around since, before, like, when the Emperor was around. Yeah, and they're not religious. At all. <laughs> any if sense. anything, they might still hold on to the Imperial Truth because their organization was around when the Emperor was around. And, and worked directly with the Emperor. Right, too. exactly. Like, they are... They outrank Sisters of Battle, like... The same way Custodies outrank everyone... Right. Yeah. Like they're up yeah. there. Custodies, Sisters of Silence, everyone else. Yeah. But, well, yeah, they, where does the Inquisition fit in there? <laughs> they don't. They oh, shouldn't. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. They're completely different. One is uh, tied to the church, one is not tied yeah. to the emperor. Tied to Again, the emperor. only thing they share is female only organization. Yeah. And the fact that they use the term sister. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Good episode. Well, that concludes our episode for the Ordo Hereticus and the Adeptus and their militant branch. The <laughs> and a militant branch they like Stay to draw. Stay tuned for of. the next half hour for this fight. <laughs> um, cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Obviously, like our page on Facebook. Um, review us and rate us on iTunes. Uh, check uh, us out on Patreon. Check us out on Redbubble. You can purchase some cool travel mugs and shit yeah. like that uh send us your listener lore when we're done this episode we're literally going to start recording our our first listener lore episode so so it's before. too late <laughs> well scared. we have enough the for probably three or many. four yeah. yeah so as long as you keep sending them we're, when we think we got enough for an episode we'll release them and we'll try to do a little better with releasing them no promises but you will have one coming up pretty quick here yeah so enjoy cool. all right see you guys uh, bye peace